It's probably fine. It's, it's fine. fine. I was in Dave's basement, and, and I heard the furnace running, and I thought this, not so good. It's, uh, it's a new thing people are trying. It's uh, central air and heating. Um, it's yeah, a brand new thing. It's your house. I came up with it. I invented this. Nobody, I discovered central heating. It's going to make a lot of people oh, really, really warm. Really warm. <laughs> <laughs> and then at other times cold as well. Right. <laughs> But as I, well. I only, as if he would say as well. As well, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Uh, oh, idiot. Idiot. Uh, idiot. Oh, you're so fucking stupid. How <sighs> dare you? How dare you make jokes on this comedy podcast? <laughs> uh, Is this a comedy you podcast? Are you going to sneeze? Ooh, bless yeah. you. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh bless Ooh. you again. Oh, yes, I am. Oh. Uh, anyway. Um, Hello yeah, and welcome to the back. Three Dude Podcast. Yeah. Woo! We're beezy. We're, we're beezy? Yeah. We beezy? Weezy beezy. Weezy, bre- little breezy beezy? Big beezy the and the little seezy. Threezy deezy peezy. Mm. I don't say little seezy, I'm still hungry. I <laughs> do. I think I might order a pizza. Pizza. I love pizza. Mm. Yeah. How's everybody doing this week? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I had a nice long weekend. I had to go back to work today, and it was yeah. fucking snowing the whole time. This is like the time of year when my seasonal depression kicks in and overlaps my regular depression. Right. <laughs> they both <laughs> join forces to destroy me. Right. I have a nice schedule of like regular jive old plain depression. <laughs> yeah, right. And I have an agreement with that. And yeah. then seasonal depression comes yeah. through. So regular depression is just like, yep. it's just, you're going about your day and it's just a guy flicking you in the wiener yep. all day long, right? <laughs> and then he gets a friend that also slaps you in the face. It's <laughs> awful. Just like yeah. Nancy Reagan running over a crack house in a tank. <laughs> It's, it's it's the strength and variety of my depression. <laughs> just boom. <laughs> say no. Just say no to happiness. Yeah, <laughs> God, today's fucking miserable too, right? Just cold and like. Yeah, it was a really so. The thing the is, roads suck. We we started getting snow like uh, like well, we got it really early, right? Mm-hmm. And then we kept getting it. At one point, I looked outside and I couldn't see across the street. Yeah, yeah. that was how much snow we were getting at that moment. Right. Yeah, and it was coming and going kind of all day, too. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. when it was going, it was really going. Yeah. I heard, like, uh, emergency vehicles all day long. For, for oh, well, yeah. on, on, uh, on fucking I-80, there was a pileup involving 50 cars. Yeah, right. 50. is a 50, 50. car. Yeah. And then on the opposite side of I, uh, I-80, there was a 12-car pileup <laughs> involving, like, five semis. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm not – because I have the option – I'm not going into work ever again yeah, right. Right. on a day like this because because I had my accident in the winter in yeah. the winter time and I don't I don't want to do it again. Yeah. yeah. The thing I'm, is, it's not you. It's the other people who forget how to fucking drive in the yeah. winter. <clears throat> yeah. They all like step on the gas and leave no room to stop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to try to set everyone's computers at work up uh, to work with remote desktop because right. if mm-hmm. I can just fix everyone's problems from home, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. A thousand times easier. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, okay. So let's just jump head first in here. Maybe that's why we're fucked is because mm-hmm. we've lived in Ohio 
presumably most of us all of our lives and yeah. nobody remembers how to drive all in the snow life. when it happens. I know how to drive in the snow. Yeah. Mm. People are either like way too overcompensatory. Is that a word? <laughs> it is now, yeah. bud. Sure Over, is. Overcompensatory? Sure. Overcompensatory. <laughs> sure. People either overcompensate way too much and yeah. like either go way too slow at a snail's pace so they get stuck on mm-hmm. little tiny stupid shit that they shouldn't get stuck on or they just drive like fucking maniacs. Yeah. Just yeah. go the speed limit. Yeah, right. <laughs> break like I don't know, maybe maybe thirty three percent more before yes. you would normally do it. The mm-hmm. end. Like, <laughs> described on a drive. Like, like, it, like if you like if oh. if you would normally come to a stop thirty yards from where you do, stop forty yards from where you do mm-hmm. instead. Well, then the other thing too is that people jam on the brakes like yeah. harder, and then they slide as a result. Right, because right. people don't understand how stupid. physics works. Right. <laughs> yeah. The um, thing is, it, like. It, in ninety five percent of all of these instances, you could just go the speed limit mm-hmm. in the winter, and all of your problems would be solved. Yeah, right. Yeah. You wouldn't have to worry about like spinning out somewhere. You know, if you just yeah. maintain maintain the speed limit that's posted there. Yeah. You know, I mean, not when it's summertime. When it's summertime, you just drive as fucking fast as you want. <laughs> right. As fast as possible. Right. You just keep because going. What, do you want to be five minutes later than you could be? Yeah, right. No. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, uh. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. Um, no, you you just go. You just fucking follow the speed limit sign. Yeah, yeah. honestly. And the thing, Almost all the time you if, can get away with it. I mean, that. like in reduced visibility, yeah, cut your speed like five miles an hour. Or yeah, maybe well, more. yeah, if you're like blind, I get yeah. that. Yeah, but like, yeah, if you can't see anything, maybe, yeah, definitely. Also, maybe <laughs> just like stay home. Oh, like if that's, you know. Oh, how about sure. the people who don't turn their fucking headlights yeah, on right. in low visibility? Those motherfuckers. I'm seeing a lot of people lately doing that, like when it's like definitely after dusk and their lights are still not on. It's starting to drive me crazy. Yeah. Because I pulled out from this street down here onto the main road the other day and didn't notice until I was doing it that there was a guy coming at me was way closer than I thought he was because he didn't have his fucking lights on. Well, you you might not have been out of the house today either, but like No, I wasn't. The visibility today in places was terrible Mm -hmm. on my way in, on my way home, and there are people driving around who I can't see them until they're like 30 fucking yards from me. That's so infuriating. the, The law in Ohio is like any inclement weather yeah. Your headlights are supposed to be on. I think even if it's just raining. Just raining, just snowing, yeah. just fog. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm gonna start, supposed to be on. I'm going to start flashing my brights at them because, like, they need, to, they need to have that shit on. Yeah. I don't, yeah. don't want to be in an accident because of these oh, dumb fucks. I, anytime I notice, I flash my lights at people when they don't have their lights right. on. Right. Like, hey, can you, like, do that, yeah, please? Can you, can you like, yeah. make yourself visible on the road, please? Uh, the thing is, if I get in a fucking accident because some dickwad... <laughs> that's is how it, it's gonna happen though if it, if it happens right that's the thing i'm gonna go i can't promise i'm not gonna hurt somebody <laughs> if that happens it happened like uh uh last year when i uh, a couple years ago actually the first winter that i had the uh the fusion yeah um my tires i needed to go get my tires replaced and i was like a day away from going to get them changed and i had somebody who was just crawling up a very long, steady incline on Tippecanoe Road, mm-hmm. like up towards my apartment, and they were just crawling. And I'm like, I can't fucking do this in my car. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna slide backwards because you're afraid to drive up this hill. Yep. 
Um, and of course, they had like they're they're in a, like a big tank SUV that obviously has four wheel drive. Yeah, just fucking use it and don't go five miles an hour. So I get stuck. Yeah. So what ended up happening is I was just maniacally behind them laying on the horn. <laughs> like, and then like I have to try and like wiggle my car. So I have traction yeah. all the way right. up there. I had to turn the traction control off. So like I would be able to manually kind of zip it up there. Yeah. And I'm just doing this thing like back and forth, left and right on the wheel. And I'm going fucking move it. <laughs> Screaming. <laughs> laying on the horn and then I get to the top of the hill and they start to like edge off to the left and I roll my window down and I'm like what the fuck are you doing it's like, it's like losing my mind coming home from work one day like, I can't remember I don't I've never been in a scenario where I've like where people say you just see red and you just yeah. black out it happened yeah and I know what people were talking about I was so fucking angry I was like screaming at people who fucking <laughs> Yeah, like, like people who can't hear what I'm saying because they have their windows up and That's they're so like, funny. why is he beeping the horn at us? Why is he mad? Why is he so mad? Because I'm going to get fucking stuck because you're afraid to use your all wheel drive on your Lincoln, Karen. Move <laughs> <laughs> your fucking ass. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Sorry. This is this is a reason I don't think I could actually. I mean, well, I, I could. I would not really want to live in in Pittsburgh, even though I think it's such an awesome city. Yeah. Because no, the, the hill. The hill situation is just too much. Yeah, driving in that city is is awful. It's, it's bad enough it's, in the summer. It's yeah. the hills. It's the tunnels. It's the fucking uh, the fact that they try to, uh, you know, make a, a rectangular grid street system in a triangular shaped island. Yeah, yeah. Right? and so you have like you have streets that that end after about twenty yards. Yeah. You have left turns that come out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, right. It's a nightmare of a fucking city. Uh, yeah, to drive I, don't, in. I don't know who planned that city, but it is not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you go somewhere out west like um, like Las Vegas, where at certain points there's mm-hmm. eight lanes of traffic and it's really fucking easy to get where you need to go. Yeah, because they have it just what designed. Dream. It. We got a desert and God damn it. We're going to use it. Right. <laughs> you get over to the, the big the real tangly part that's like right in between the interchange of all the main uh, cities in Nevada. Mm-hmm. They call it the spaghetti bowl. And it's like eight, <laughs> eight lanes of traffic because from over top, it's just like winding roads. But you can always find where you're going there. Yeah. Because they had engineers who knew what they were doing. Reno, yeah. Vegas, Carson City. Yep. That exhausts all of the major cities Correct. I know. Exactly. Right. <laughs> in, yeah. In, in I think Nevada. you hit them all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just uh, it's fucking frustrating. I hate to be the guy who's like, people don't know how to drive, but people don't know how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and especially like with the first, you know, everyone always says it, but the first time it snows, nobody knows what to do with themselves. You know, the first time, like everyone, it's like a hard reset. Yeah. For some reason. <laughs> for for most people, I've never had a problem driving in the snow. I used to drive yeah. the Honda in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> that car's light as fuck. Yeah. Do you remember, uh, do you remember Louis C.K. saying that, uh, his theory are, are, is that white people aren't native to this planet yeah. because we're never adapted to our conditions Just ever. Why right. are we not comfortable? <laughs> right. I, I found that to be a convincing argument. Yeah, right. <laughs> I right. don't. There's no I place on this planet where white people are 100 percent comfortable <laughs> and happy. <laughs> Boy, that's the truth. Yeah, that's Ugh, funny. Man, we're not allowed to laugh at him anymore. Though. Yeah, right. it's not. Yeah. He, he kind of admitted to it, apologized and then dropped off the face of the earth, which. I mean, people, you yeah. know, people are still talking about Cosby and Spacey. Nobody's talking about Louis C. K. anymore. Nobody's talking about no this. Nobody's talking about. I he, was I was at a New York 
comedy club, and I saw and I saw Sticky Louis C.K. and he cornered me and started fiddling with his diddler, and I thought this is not that bad actually. <laughs> yeah, it had a pretty pretty nice putz. Uh, so okay, so here's the thing: Louis C.K. did come back. He yeah. did do some sh- local shows in New yes, York. Yes, mm. he's working at it, and yeah. he, he's. I think he is angling for like a comeback. Yes, sure. You know? Um, it's gonna happen. It, it's, it probably it's will. It's gonna happen. It'll, you know? it'll yeah. happen. Like like I said, he, he he did the only. I said this at the time too. He did the only sensible thing you can really do in that situation, which is say, "Yeah, it's my fault. I'm. I. There's no way I can. There's kind of nothing else you can. Yeah, right. Do. I mean, like what? I have no excuse. Like what are the things that a person can do? It's to apologize and attempt to right any wrongs and just, if that's possible. Right. right yeah. Um, I default to what my girlfriend's thoughts were my girlfriend. She was my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. I def- I defer to what my wife's thoughts were at the time, which was just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, eh. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's like, boy, that's a landmine. But, yeah, like, right. but yeah, it's like on yeah. some level. It, there's a lot worse. There, yeah. Not that it, not that it's right, but there's a lot worse. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. You know. Yeah, it's kind of a mess. It's hard to talk. He's about not that. like he's not like putting drugs in people's drinks. Yeah, you know right. What I mean, you just, what you gotta do? I do not like the pills in the drinks. <laughs> you put, <laughs> you, you put the pill in the pudding. You put the pudding in the pudding pop, and then you give the pudding pop to the girl, and she passes out. Rudy, Rudy, you don't even. I can't even buy the quaaludes anymore. <laughs> special barbecue sauce. I have to get. I oh, have to. Yeah. His special barbecue oh, sauce. Yeah. Uh, That's oh god. If you have, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen that, uh, you really should look at a genuine clip from the Cosby Show in which he basically insinuates that he's got knockout barbecue sauce. Ugh. It's, Ugh. Barbecue sauce that makes people want to fuck each other. Nice, I, so oh, to speak. I, I thought it, I thought it like knocked people out. Does it make? Uh, no, no, no. It was, yeah, because there was like some tension between two of the other characters, and they, they're like back being lovey-dovey, and always uh, like, well, the secrets in the sauce, oh, yeah. Yeah. or so something creeping. like that. It, yep. it, yeah, obviously the, the secret, connotation the is secret, not. Uh, the secret is ambient CR. <laughs> you open up the couple of capsules of ambient, you put it into the barbecue, a little bit of KC masterpiece, and then you put it on the ribs. What are you talking about? KC ah, masterpiece. Ah. <laughs> and uh, he, would, he would pick KC masterpiece. He would, yeah. Cosby's an off-brand sauce guy. Come on, he's, he's picking like the most generic. Yeah, if Texas Pete had a barbecue Texas sauce. Texas Pete, KC masterpiece. I keep the sweater on when I make the loving. <laughs> I will tell you that the I heard uh, that uh, when Louis C.K. did his first uh, comeback show in the cellar, in the comedy cellar, yeah, uh, he opened his set by asking a guy up front, uh, "How was your How was year? your year?" Right. I listened to it. I listened to his set. It was actually pretty funny. Oh my god! Uh, but yeah, he, he did that. He's like, "So how was your year?" Mine was uh, not great. <laughs> he's like, he like basically go. He's like, uh, I lost a lot of money this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he started talking about all the shit that he uh, like he had to sell. Oh, like, like sure. All the you know, like all the stuff you buy when you have money. That he's like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck am I doing now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Ugh. Dude ruined himself, but mm. yeah, yeah, it's it still sucks. Uh, kind of, kind of a given that you you can't trap someone in a dressing room and jerk off in front of them. <sighs> yeah, that's uh, 
That's kind of a thing that, that most people don't need to be told. Yeah, yeah right. right. That's the thing. That's it's, the thing. It's a no-brainer to everybody. To everybody. To literally everyone. The only redeeming thing there is that he asked first, but it's still, like, not cool. I'm still like, not still convinced that he always asked. Mm. I'm still not convinced Nobody that he always... Nobody ever said he didn't. Yeah. Nobody ever said he didn't. That's the mm. thing. The thing is, we also don't know how many other people... Sure. Haven't come forward. Yeah, exactly. Right. 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 Well, uh, we know he came forward. All right. And <laughs> to the sides too. <laughs> Everywhere. Yep. All over the place. All over his stomach. Oh my god. Yeah. Woo. Uh, anyway. Let's start up. Uh, Dave, why is Ben fucked? Yeah, Ben. Why are you fucked? Why am I fucked? I guess. I guess. Uh, I guess I'm not especially. Dave, why yeah. are you fucked? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so uh, I will say this. I have been working my way through. I've been working uh, my way back the, nope. to you, babe. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going through a bunch of games that I had played and not finished, which is why you guys, you know, today I was playing The Witness, which yeah. is a lot of fun. Um, can I get a witness? <laughs> Sorry. I finished um, South Park. Uh, witness the, uh, dick in my... Oh, uh, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait, strike that. Strike that. Reverse it. Reverse it. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I I finished the South Park, The Fractured But Whole. The Fractured um, But Whole. I was disappointed in the ending, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so I've just been doing a bunch of these things, and it's making me realize... How much I have spent on stuff I'm not finished, I'm not using. Yeah, big mood. It's, Same. It, it, I mean, like you guys, I, you guys also probably have Steam libraries full of oh, things that you haven't yeah. finished, um, or, uh, or yeah. started, or started. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was looking at. The, I want. I want to play Metro 2033. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I was, real good, and and it's in my library. It's you real know, good. Play it. But like, I'll also. I mean, I just I, I played Octo Dad the other night. And oh, I love Octo Dad. The, the dadliest catch. <laughs> the dadly. Oh, this is the second one. Yeah. The dadliest catch. I finished that in like uh, four hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Very short. <sighs> yeah. game. That's a fun game. It's an infuriating game at times, but it's really fun. <laughs> yeah. It really is. It's never like. A, it's never like. A, I'm fucking over it. Like yeah. it's always like. Okay. Well, I gotta. I gotta go get these bananas for the kids. I just, yeah, right. I just came back to uh, Hitman Two. Oh yeah, I'm on, I saw that. I'm I'm just about up to my full location mastery on the third stage. Okay. There's about 14 stages, and I haven't touched uh, anything past the third one yet. Gotcha. I've done I've <laughs> I've done Paris. I've done Sapienza, Italy. I've done Marrakesh. Yeah. Nothing after that. It's a whole hundred and twenty dollars worth of content across two games because it, because, you know, when if you have the first game, it gets imported into the second game. So right. it's all one upgraded. Thing. And yeah, right. Uh, and there's fucking 11 levels I haven't even touched. I yeah. wouldn't know the first. I don't know who the targets are. And then meanwhile, there's the other, you know, 600 some games I have in my Steam library. But like what always happens is the Steam sales come around or, you know, something's good on Humble Bundle. Yeah. And I'm buying stuff. (laughs) I I have no business buying more games until I like actually finish some some of these games. Some good deals, dude. Yeah. Good deals. New Call of Duty. I mean, that's why I bought my friend Pedro and finished that game. I love that game. Yes. But it's another again. It's another thing I didn't have to. 
do because I have other shit to play. One yeah, of my but... one of my recommendations is a game I did just get on the Halloween Steam sale yeah. that I've been playing uh, since I beat Sexy Brutal. Oh right, nice. <laughs> Sexy Brutal. Sexy Brutal. Oh uh, yeah. So um, yeah, that, I guess that's why I'm feeling a little bit fucked. Is I'm looking through my library like I have probably years worth of entertainment in here. Yeah right. Mm-hmm. I don't need anything else. It was like my buddy Jake was trying to get me to buy NBA 2K20 because yeah. I guess they play a, a lot at night. Yeah. Um, and they need like a, I don't know, they need some they need somebody on their team to make a fifth for the player. Gotcha. And I'm like, uh, I would love to do that, but like I have to play my 80th Dynasty mode in NCAA 14. <laughs> and, like, you know what I mean? Like, I want right. to play it because those games are always really good, but... Yeah. You know, I just can't justify 60 goddamn dollars for something that I might not yeah. play that much. Yeah, that's the thing is like, that's really the problem. You might not play it that much. I I, I still haven't finished Red Dead Redemption. Mm. I started Same. to again. I started to again. I'm getting somewhere. You show about this, Dutch. <laughs> Arthur. Arthur. I need a man, Arthur. <laughs> I'm dumb and thick and the clap of my ass cheeks keep scaring my horses. <laughs> I can't even mention this game without like Arthur. triggering that whole cascade. Arthur. Just one more fist, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur. Anyway. The thing is, nobody believed me. Every <clears throat> like every other line of dialogue in that is, "Are you sure about this? Are you, sh- are you, are you sure, sure about, about this?" this? <laughs> so he's, much, always, he's always asking people that. I, I started playing that game over again, and I'm like, I don't know, one eighth of the way through it, and there's yeah. already like eight occurrences of somebody <laughs> asking, "Are you sure about this?" I started recording them. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Dutch, are you sure about this? That's the thing is. Um, you sure I, about that? I guess it <laughs> is reinforcing a theme, which is that they are. They are not sure. They are not this. sure about anything. <laughs> they are constantly on the run. And Dutch is the only dude that like gives it a semblance of like a cohesive plan. Yeah. I need, we need we need money, Arthur. <laughs> Money, need money. <laughs> Go out and sell yourself, Arthur. <laughs> show some skin. You show about this, Dutch. He's, he's like all dressed it's up so like a fancy funny. lady going, You show about, about this, Dutch. <laughs> you show. <laughs> we just need to get the mangoes, Arthur. <laughs> I get his dress up as a train goes by. You show about this, Dutch. <laughs> this seems, this seems kind of weird, Dutch. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, no, that's just it's just I have so much shit to play. I'm going to actually start doing it. I want to finish some of these yes. games. Yeah, I, I resolved to do that like a year and a half ago, <coughs> and it's been paying off pretty big. Yeah, I mean, I haven't spent that much on games. It's been <laughs> clear the game, uninstall the game, next game. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Clear, ben, ben, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say clear the game uh, uh, insofar as you want to. Like there are some games that I love so much that I'll, I'll go out of my way to 100 percent them. Oh, there yeah. are some games where I don't care. Here's a game I started playing that I don't want to play anymore. Super Meat Boy. Oh, fuck Meat Boy. <laughs> I fucking love Meat here's Boy. Here's the thing. It's it's I, I hate it. I hate it. I it's a it's one of those try hard games. Yes, that's yes. it. I hate the way it makes me feel. <laughs> I I'm at the end of like the first world right now where you're running away from a dude with like a chainsaw. Oh, yeah. I cannot. I've done that 
I've done it a hundred times. times. I cannot get past I it. Almost one hundred percent in it, but there's a hundred and ten percent in Meat Boy <laughs> for the bonus <laughs> challenges, and I don't have the skill to do that. The thing about that game that's so infuriating, and same with like Cuphead, mm-hmm. is it's one of those games that's programmed really well, mm-hmm. and it's telegraphed for you. So it's literally just get good. Yeah, like you. Yeah. There's nothing you can do except be good, and if you're not yep. good, then right. that's. Dark Souls as well. Yeah, right. Everything's telegraphed. Get good. There's a pattern to everything. I just can't. I can't. It's I no, can't. It's not do like this. Call of Duty where you'll end up throwing your controller across the room because of some inevitable bullshit that right. will happen. Right. <laughs> um, but like you know, it's it's like it's the jump arc in Meat Boy is maybe one of the finest program jump arcs. Yeah. Ever. Excellent yeah. jump mechanic. Perfect. It's, Works the exactly control, the way the controls you want it to. for Meat Boy are so tight. Yeah. yeah. They're it, so good because they have to be because people would be like that's fucking bullshit if they yeah. kept dying. Yeah. It has to. They had to get it right and yeah. they got it right. So there's no excuse. You're just not that good at it if yeah. you can't pass it. In some which ways, is okay because nobody's that good at it. <laughs> in some ways, it reminds me of Mario's move and jump mechanics. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which are very similarly like down to like right when you release the button and everything mm-hmm. is it's very very precise and careful stuff you yeah, get didn't, very used didn't, to it didn't meat boy take a little inspiration from like kaizo mario yes. and stuff like that yeah. <laughs> oh kaizo mario fuck that shit yeah and no. now they got they have like thanks to uh you know online mario maker 2 they've got like co-op versions of kaizo yes. levels mm-hmm. where like you have to like pass the shell back and forth between you as mm-hmm. you like do all these crazy fucking moves it's ridiculous it, that's for a certain breed of gamer that i am not right yeah <laughs> i, I want to have fun yeah right relax the only i, I want a good challenge but I also want to like if I do a good enough job, like let me let me move on. You know, if yeah. I want to do better, I'll come back and try to do better. Yeah, right. It was like I was playing God of War last year. I have to restart it and play it over again because I never finished. But yeah, I get to this point where I was just getting so frustrated and I'm like, dude, just fucking turn the difficulty down. <laughs> I was like, I just want right. to have fun and play the game. Yeah, I don't need to like. I don't need to. I want to be challenged. Don't, don't make me suffer. But I don't want to suffer. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I had it on like the normal hard difficulty. And I'm mm-hmm. like, which is usually what I put most stuff on. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, right. I'm like, this is fucking garbage. Like, what What, what am I doing to myself yeah. here? I, uh, I had, had a similar experience with the Ruiner, although yeah. the thing is that game actually does. it. It's an appropriate challenge. Yeah. Sometimes it's right. really very difficult, but it knows, I think, or I got the sense that it it I don't know if it gets easier on multiple retries or whatever, but it strikes a balance with you. I yeah. think I mean, it might feel like that sometimes, but like the reason Dark Souls is kind of the exception for me is just like is just like every every new attempt brings some sort of new milestone. And when you get within striking distance of a victory on a boss, you're like, I know I can do this. If I do it like a few more times, I know I'll beat him. Right. And that's an exciting feeling. God, I, I hate that level of challenge, though. I really do. Yeah. It's it takes some getting used to. But honestly, I, I honestly, it's worth it. The only games I, I was think. ever comfortable doing that on were like NCAA. Mm. Like the football games, right? Yeah. Which we might get back. Yeah, we probably will now. Which yeah, that's why we're not fucked. That's NCAA not. athletes can get paid now. Yeah, yes. right. So that means sometime, hopefully in the near future, I'll get my beloved football game back because yeah. I'm still playing the last one that came out. Right. Which is still really good. Yeah. Like it was before they, they made everything predetermined by animations and like. Yeah. And the thing is, there was always a separate team that worked on the. Madden games and the separate team that worked on the NCAA games, so they always ended up feeling like different games. Yeah. 
And I just want that back. I just Madden. It'll probably come back now. And they've never fixed Madden since like Madden 08. Yeah. It hasn't gotten better. Everything I've seen (laughs) about the latest Madden looks awful. It's terrible. It looks downright terrible. Especially that this like storyline mode that they've got now. And you know, what is it? You're like a you're, you're like an up and coming star and like it, it's you have like dialogue choices and everything. Yeah, you, it's like you start in college. Well, this basically. is Mass Effect, but for but for football. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, so they, the the thing is they did they've done that mode in uh, MLB the Show. Yeah. To a, like a lesser extent, there's no like crazy choices that you have to make in MLB the Show. There's it's just like similar in the WWE. Game. Yes, the but new, that makes sense. One. It makes sense in the WWF games too. Yeah. Uh, to do that, where you get yeah. to like progress, because the story, you know what I mean. Right. Wrestling is stories, that's, you know. That's what they're doing, yeah. and it, like even like NBA Two K, they've had the like the 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 modes where you go from like playing on like local park courts to playing in, you know what I mean. Like that you build up, yeah, right? But yeah. like the thing, the difference between that and the Madden story is that Spike Lee wrote that story. <laughs> Some okay. white guy behind his desk wrote the Madden story, and yeah, it's right. stupid. And who gives a shit? Like. I don't know. Uh, dumb. It's fucking dumb. And <laughs> dumb. The, uh, I and like you're. I hate those fucking games because they just they predetermine everything. You and they've sh- like. EA will not admit it, but mm-hmm. every YouTuber ever who's ever bitched about those games has like basically pointed out and verified that there's predetermined gameplay options. Okay. So like, what exactly does that mean? So like, if you line up for a field goal, you can tell uh, about one second before the ball is snapped if the field goal is going to get blocked or not. Oh. Like it just happens. Like you could you could tell because the a player will shift and glitch, and then an animation will start. Oh. Like if they randomly roll a number, and it's like rather than like the old football games where it was determined on challenge and blocking schemes and everything. It's just like, mm-hmm. nope, we're going to fuck you over here. So that's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Interceptions are predetermined. You'll see like things like defensive backs, like flying across the field at mock speed to pick a ball <laughs> off. Are like, you serious? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> oh, fuck that. And they won't admit it. They, they won't, won't admit it. They will not admit that they've they've like taken the element of skill out of a lot of this stuff, which yeah. is really frustrating. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't want football via RNG. Right. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess on some, on some level, I mean, there's a lot of randomness to, every, you know, everything when it comes sure. to games. So I guess I kind of get it. I don't know. I mean, like, okay, so take take like, I'm sorry, we're getting off on a tangent. We really here. are. <laughs> uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk off mic about this. Ben, why are you not fucked? Yeah, I guess I'm. I guess I'm just not fucked because I had a I had a long weekend, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a really good long weekend. Um, I, I, uh, so did I, but I, I, I brewed on uh, Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got some stuff done. I, uh, I, uh, played it, uh, played a bunch of different games. Yeah. Uh, spent a lot of time with Aubrey. That's um, nice. Yeah, it was just a, it was just a good relaxing weekend and I came back today pretty refreshed, uh, you know, not, not ready for the snow, but yeah, you know, otherwise pretty. <sighs> Just pretty, just pretty chill. Like I feel like I got, I got a lot of uh, good free time stuff out of the way. I hung, out, I hung out with you on yes. Monday. Yeah, we went out and got a barbecue and lots of beer. Oh, that sounds so good. We, it was. Uh, we, oh my uh, God. Uh, we watched. Uh, was it is junior college? Junior football. college, yeah, JUCO football, <laughs> yeah. Division three, Mount Union 
was up 45 to nothing at the end of the first half. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah it, was, uh, it was rough. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. I think the, the stat that was the funniest to me was like they, they when they came back for the third quarter, Mount Union had 452 yards of total offense, <laughs> yeah. and the other team had 30. <laughs> Like, why are you even still playing? Yeah, right. Let's just call it, please. Yeah. Uh, just, let, let this bloodbath end. Oh, God. <laughs> wow, that's so funny. We could college football week, actually. Yeah? Yeah, yeah that Minnesota game. Yeah, it was great. It was fucking was fantastic. Great. Well, that reminds me. I have to check when uh, when we go on break. I have to check because the, uh, the rankings will be out oh, uh, this afternoon. Oh, okay. It took them an extra day. So, um, Yeah, and then who is Ohio State playing this Saturday? Penn, uh, no, not Penn State. No, that's uh, two. That's two okay. weeks from now. Um, no, nobody that matters. Okay. <laughs> um, when is the game? Uh, three weeks from now. Is it the yeah. weekend of Thanksgiving? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. We watch us kick the ever-loving yeah. piss out of Michigan again. <laughs> yeah, I think you were saying on Monday. Uh, well, yesterday. Mm. Uh, that if if uh, Michigan loses against Ohio State, that might be it for Jim Harbaugh. Right. Well, the thing is, I don't even know that because I said that last year. Yeah. Because it was his last chance to beat Urban Meyer. Well, but now the media is talking about it. Right. Yeah. Right. They're mm. finally like the the media who was constantly like, no, nah, well, you know, you can't get rid of him. You can't get rid of him. They're now finally like, what the fuck are we doing yeah. with you know? Yeah. Every time every time Michigan's on, they're they're you know they have like these vignettes about the legacy of Jim Harbaugh. Like he's, yeah. he's this fucking amazing coach. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no. Now. Okay. I'm gonna don't tell any other Ohio State fans I said this. All right. But like I'm so fucking tired of just like it's not even a rivalry anymore. Nah. We're uh, just mowing them over every that's, year. That's part yeah. of why I'm so glad the Flyers have been coming back this season. Yes. Because I want that Pittsburgh Philly yeah. rivalry. Oh, that's back. like the uh, hockey rivalry. I'm sick to death of the fucking Capitals. Right. I don't want them to be all right. I want the I want the Flyers back, man. The Flyers and the Pens are like the hockey rivalry. Yeah. yeah. It's like Pens Flyers, Bruins Canadians. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like what the English and French think about each yeah, other. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I don't want to fight anyone else. I want to fight you. Right, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. It's just one of the best rivalries. It's just so good in yeah. sports because it always turns into a fist fight. I wonder if Claude oh, Giroux has scored a fucking goal yet. Ah, no. <laughs> Although, honestly, like he, like, he hadn't scored anything for a really long time. I was looking at your stats. Yeah. Oh, my stats? I was looking at your stats. I was looking at <laughs> yeah, you. Because we all stats. made fun of you for drafting Tom Wilson, and he's like eighth in fantasy rankings. Yeah, so. no, yeah. he's, he's, the thing is, he's kicking ass. He yeah. is delivering. Let's see. Claude Giroux has scored one, two, three, four goals this season. This Ooh. season. Yeah. How many assists has he gotten? One, two, three, four, five. That's not that's, great. That's <laughs> not great. Really? How does he up so high? Here's the thing. I drafted him last year and he pissed all over me then. So I yeah. did, I didn't take him this He's year. usually better than nine points by this point in the season. Right. I don't know. It's, I don't know what's up with that guy. Anyway. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> so should we? Uh, yeah, we should. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break here. Bye, bye, bye. And then we'll come back. Is this this is yours, right? Chris? It sure is. This is, is your episode. All right. So we'll be back in the, with whatever happens after this. Sure. We're going to find out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Three Dude Podcast. Hey. Yeah. Ah. Uh, you can find us at threedudecast.com. If you're wondering whether that's spelled with the numeral three or the word three, the answer is yes. We're so proud of ourselves. We're so clever. We're such clever boys. Wow. <laughs> We've switched hosting to Podbean. You can still find us on iTunes and Google Play. Mm -hmm. So give us a like. 
Yeah, give us a like. Give us a listen. Give us a review somewhere. Give, give us a sandwich. Give us a high five. Give us sponsorship. Please give us a hug. Give us that money. Hey, hey, we're back, we're everybody. Back. Uh, yeah, we're back. I have to try and not obsessively refresh Dude, fucking fantasy yeah, hockey I, that's what all I, night. Oh, yeah. I, like I was, we were out to lunch yesterday, and that's all I kept doing is just checking my fantasy it's score, so awful. trying to see who I can add and who I can drop. Well, to be fair, I'm terrible at conversation sometimes. Yeah, right. Same, <laughs> dude. Same. So, but like, uh, whoa, I'm whoa. so much better at fantasy hockey than I am at fantasy football, which isn't saying much because I actually give a shit about the NHL. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I obsess over it. I, uh, I do, too. Which Whenever is okay when you're winning. On. When you're winning, it's fine. Yeah, you're, yeah, good point. Yeah, mm. when you're when you're not having a good week, it's like, it's almost, it's... I am happy you're doing well this year. Because you were so unhappy <laughs> last year. I didn't win shit last year, and it really, it did not make, I did not like it. Yeah, I'm, I haven't won shit so far this yeah, year. Right. Hopefully, hopefully soon. The only thing I can tell you is that I was second to last last year, and I made it to the playoffs. <laughs> like, a, a, like a, with room to spare, I ended up in like fourth place last year. So. Okay. <gasps> yeah, I, I got a feeling, I mean, I mean, I'm doing all right right now. I got a feeling I'm not taking this the whole way. I got a feeling. You know. A feeling deep inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, so uh, we're going to play that uh, really stupid game that I do that nobody Yay. likes. Everyone oh. likes this uh, game. You're, the, you're every, the person that doesn't like it. I hate it. Game. I fucking hate it. Oh, that, you remember that Remember that game that I came up with that's vastly inferior <laughs> to everybody else's game? Yeah. It's time All to play right. that. Woo! All right. <laughs> it's, it's as bad as it gets time, everybody. And it, it's called as bad as it gets because it's as bad as this podcast gets. <laughs> oh, my God. When we play it. This is a this is a fucking hilarious game. You know, it's a fun game. Um, so well, I'm gonna have to be mad. I'm mixing it up a little bit this week. We're gonna do as bad as it gets, but I have a little bit more specific as bad as it gets this time. Okay, and at the end we're gonna vote on which one we think is the worst. Mm. <laughs> so imagine, gentlemen, this scenario. Okay, uh, you are trapped in a bunker after a nuclear fallout, and you're you can't leave this bunker for 25 years. Imagined. Done. You're stuck in this bumper bunker with um, uh, every last thing uh, that you could possibly need. You know, there's there's uh, enough there, like water supply wise. There's enough non-perishables. Was there entertainment stuff? Can um, I play Xbox? We'll say the most basic of of like okay. entertainment stuff. Like you know, there's a chessboard down there. <laughs> well, like so so here's the thing. You have enough. Let's say this. You have enough that you will be able to survive mm -hmm. in this bunker. What I would like you gentlemen to do, and what I will do, is uh, find a way to ruin this survival scenario. <laughs> I want you to make I want you to make this bunker as bad as it can get changing. Uh, and I, the rule is I'm going to hard limit you to two things that you're going to change. OK, so you can only change two things about this situation. You, the rules are you can't change anything that will affect how long you live. Uh, if you add another person there, you cannot kill them and uh, you have to assume that they're going to be alive for the entire time. OK, um, gotcha. you also have to assume if you add another human being there that you need them to be there for some reason. 
<laughs> okay. okay. So I so I can't just arbitrarily place Gilbert Gottfried in the in the bunker without giving a good reason as to why. Correct. Okay. <laughs> so like you you like you need say you need another person there to like open something or like make sure you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna do something, you have to do it deliberately, but you have to make your scenario as bad as possible. Mm. So I would like you to corrupt this bunker. You you have a chance to survive, and you have a chance to survive after you can leave the bunker. But what will you do to make this bunker experience, this 25 years of your life, as bad as it gets? Can, oh my god! Can one of the can one of the uh, the conditions happen uh, based on like? Uh, like minor damage to the bunker that isn't life threatening. Like, sure. Okay. As long as it w- won't affect like any incoming radiation or anything like that. Yeah. No. Quite the opposite. In as, fact. as long as you're able to, uh, you know, live sustainably with whatever the damage is. Hmm. Yeah. That, you, you basically have to be able to stay alive for those 25 years. And if you put another person in that room, you have to be able to not kill them. Yeah. Wow. This is tricky. Yes. Okay. So okay. I'm trying I'm trying to make this game better than just like, uh, like No, that's a, it. You add put some a fucking rules. cow pie on a sandwich and eat it, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I want it to be I wanna I wanna make this a little bit more. I think this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put you in a situation where you have to make it bad. Yeah. And then we're gonna decide which one's the worst. Well I I like that there's rules on it. Little restrictions make people have to be more yes. creative, right? Yeah. The, the, the fact that we can only do two things. Really does. I was only going to make it one thing, um, which would make it a little easier. And I kind of wanted to toughen it up for you. Okay. Yeah. Right. Make us think of two. You can do one if you want. So I have. I have the. um, If you think you can win with one bad thing. I Hmm. I think I can. In the event of nuclear Armageddon, water treatment plants become inoperable. Even if your bunker has indoor plumbing. Eventually, the shit in your toilet is going to come right back. <laughs> assuming, of course, assuming, of course, that you haven't cut it off because, of course, that water is going to be irradiated as hell. Any water that returns right. to the tank mm-hmm. from a from a like a public plumbing system is going to come back irradiated as hell. Possibly mm-hmm. even anything that's stored in a in a tank external to your bunker. Right. You've got a finite supply of water before it starts going bad, either from your own shit, your own waste, <laughs> or from outside radiation. Huh. I don't need to make it bad. Eventually, your toilet is not going to be serviceable anymore, mm. one way or the other. The poop's coming back. You're going to have to shit in a corner somewhere. <laughs> The other thing is the the only other thing I can think of is all of the books that you brought in. Uh, maybe uh, I don't know. There's some kind of I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of like the worst possible thing they could happen to the books. Oh, you trip and your glasses fall off like a Twilight Zone. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, all right. Here's one: is you have some movies. To watch, but they're all copies of Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> all of them. All of them. Okay. Every, they're all, you open them up, they have different covers, but you, to your horror and surprise, everyone you open it's has Ernest Scared Stupid inside of it. Ernest Scared Shitless. <laughs> Ernest Nuts himself. <laughs> um... <laughs> And then, and then I think uh, in the pantry, all you really have to eat is just Velveeta cheese. Oh, 
Ooh, Ooh that's tough. <laughs> just Velveeta cheese. So just Velveeta and Ernest scared stupid. <laughs> Can you imagine sitting on the couch with a brick of Velveeta watching <laughs> Ernest scared stupid for the 40th time? Oh, God. <laughs> so I think what I'm going to do for mine is I'm going to add a human being to the scenario. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make you stuck in this bunker for 25 years with Kathy Griffin. <laughs> That's rough. Okay, yeah. now why, why is she yes, there? Why is she there? Because you need another human being there to operate the water purification system. <laughs> okay. And your driver was killed on the way to the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> she just happened to yeah, be. And Kathy Griffin was just like. She just happened to be in the adjacent limo and you just needed another body there to get this to work. So now you're stuck there with Kathy Griffin. All right. Um, That's pretty damn good. Let's see. For my second one. Ooh. Ooh, okay how do i want to play this hmm another kathy griffin <laughs> roll with me another one another one another one um okay the only thing that you have to eat okay. available to you um is just old mcdonald's mcribs <laughs> Freeze-dried. Oh. Just freeze-dried McRib. Freeze-dried McRibs. Wait a minute. This is a critical question. Uh, is it just the McRib patties or is it just the McRibs? Patties. Just freeze. So it's just freeze. those little ladder-shaped <laughs> fucking. Those hideous-looking. Yeah. Freeze-packed McRibs. And then we'll we'll say you have like. Um, uh, no sauce. Like no sauce. But you have supplement tablets that will help vitamin. You know. Yeah. You, right. you have your vitamins there. Yeah, so sure. you can. So you can survive you can, on McRibs for 25 right. But you're stuck there with Kathy Griffin. And let's just to say for this, uh, for the sake of argument, that Kathy Griffin starts going stir crazy insane. So she's just talking the whole time that you're there with her. Yeah, right. She draws a face on her hand and starts to hold conversations yeah, right. with it. I don't know. I can just feel like it. Really... Yeah. No, Kathy Griffin. No, Kathy Griffin. No. Please don't. Please stop. Yes. Okay. We have to repopulate the species <laughs> better sooner than later. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> She um, says to her hand. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not to you. Well, and to you. To you. Oh. you you have to watch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So. All right. What do we think is the worst? I know what I'm voting for. It's like it's a it's a lock. It's, oh. Yeah. There's no way that anything is worse than being in a bunker for 25 years with crazy Kathy Griffin. <laughs> there's no way anything's worse. I don't worse. know. I, don't, I was thinking like. Having to smell your own excrement because at some point it's eventually just like the smell's gonna go away and then it's gonna dry up. But think about what 25 years worth of feces looks like a lot of dust in the corner, yeah. Like once it wears down, <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, what? Because eventually it's just gonna break down, right? And I like, guess, ugh, turn I mean, into like a wet, dusty, dusty. dirty pile of <laughs> well, this is assuming that all the uh, the okay, so here's the thing. The Chernobyl exclusion zone has all kinds of stuff that won't rot oh. because the things that that break things mm. down all died. Right. Right. So right. there's a chance that you, your poop doesn't go doesn't even break down. It just yeah. sits oh. there forever. That's a lot of poop. <laughs> we, so we're, we're going to presume that this bunker is large enough to house all your poop. <laughs> oh, well, it's 25 years of it. Yeah. 25 years of it. God. But also. When did we presume that? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> That's true. So you're just stuck. <laughs> I don't know, man. The That's level a tough one. Just continues rising around you. 
Swimming. How high is the feces, mama? Eight foot high and rising. <laughs> to make all this worse, by the time I get out of there, I'm like 57 or something. Yeah, right. I'm, maybe, no, 50, 58 maybe. Yeah, 58. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just thinking about also Ernest Scared Stupid. I'd <laughs> say, <laughs> like, how, how many times... Would you watch Ernest Scared Stupid in a row before you just go crazy? Well, you know, it's... I mean, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of how many times you could watch that movie before you'd rather watch no movie at all. Well, I'm thinking about, like, that scene at I Am Legend where they have Shrek on, and Will Smith just recites word for word every part of Shrek because he's been alone for six <laughs> years. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, he's just got whatever movies he has at his house. I totally forgot about that yeah. part. Jesus that's, Christ. That's kind of what would happen, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. You just, you just, except it would be to earn a scared stupid, which is arguably way worse. <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean, Vern? Know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I th- I'm voting Kathy Griffin. I think I'm going to go, uh, I think I'm going to go shit tank. Ah. I think I'm going to go shit tank. I think honestly, I'm gonna go Kathy Griffin also. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I'll That's, take it. I, it's definitely, definitely the worst. <laughs> a dry McRib every meal. <laughs> yeah, a dry McRib. And then you know you take your vitamin supplements, so you get everything else you need. And but you wake up and Kathy Griffin, insane Kathy Griffin, is trying to dry hump you, <laughs> talking and mumbling under her breath about propagating the species. You just wake up you're like. There's a op- really good chance that she's gonna die in there. Yeah. I mean, how long do you think she's got? Well, she let's presume <laughs> let's presume that she's going to live through the entire twenty five years, and then she dies the day that you get out of the bunker. <laughs> like she, you guys emerge from the bunker, and they a like, gazelle runs her over. <laughs> like yeah, the the system <laughs> like, the door goes like a mutated then, gazelle with eight antlers just fucking charging. <laughs> Spears her through the chest. <laughs> like the antlers are all pointy yeah, at right. her like daggers. And, just <laughs> and they have teeth somehow. Yeah. Or or even worse. Even worse. She she just drops dead coming up the stairs. And then you turn back to look at her. And as you as you turn back, you look and see, hey, we were waiting for you to come out. It's yeah. been fine for like yeah, right. 17 years <laughs> now. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. We couldn't get in. We tried and tried. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I'll take. I will take that victory. Yeah, yeah, think definitely. Of, I think I. I don't know what's a picture of like Kathy Griffin. Like you open your eyes in the morning, she's just <laughs> right in your face, and she's like, "I used to be friends with Anderson Cooper." Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, yes, that's, Kathy. That's nice, Kathy. Yes, we know, Kathy. Do you want another McRib? I want another McRib. <laughs> a dry McRib. Ugh. Yeah. Although I think I would take that honestly over the Velveeta cheese. I think the Velve- Velve- yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I think yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Would you take a dry McRib over Kathy Griffin? <laughs> if you if you hold it next to your generator long enough, you can at least heat that McRib up. That's right. true. Uh, uh, well, well, all right. <laughs> so I'm trying to spice up the worst game on the show. <laughs> trying to make it better. <laughs> Hey, you know, adding some rules helps. Yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna stay with that format from yeah, now on. Adding some every every yeah. every scenario is gonna be you in a bunker with Kathy Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't wait to do this again in another few weeks. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so uh, it's time for my topic. I don't have one. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I teased this a couple weeks ago on the podcast. I think the uh, the topic that I want to talk about, since we're all in a lighthearted enough mood for this, yeah. Um, and I want to stress, I want to try and make this as as uh, jovial and fun of a topic as possible, even though it's kind of a, <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. Uh, I want to talk about crying. I would, uh, you know, crying. Yeah. Ah. I uh, I want to do a topic uh, where we. Uh, uh, admit that we're not half as manly as we think we are. Oh yeah, and because oh, no. uh, we're—I think I'm in a room full of people here who like uh, a room full of pussies, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh yeah, this is a, a room—a room full of dudes who definitely cry and uh, are not afraid of it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I figured we're all, yeah. we're all in just good enough a mood to t- take this out with <laughs> just like being completely fucking depressing and miserable. Oh man, <laughs> I figured. I'm trying to think of the funniest things to cry over though. That's the, that's my <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I will open with the 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 nervous breakdown I had when I was uh, like seventeen years old. Oh, that's a lighthearted story. Yeah, sure. it's a really lighthearted <laughs> story. But I like okay. So the the important thing to remember about this story is that it, it culminated with me. It, it, I, it, it, like I ended up crying in my room and f- yeah. having like a nervous breakdown. Yeah, I was playing. And this is your favorite Chris Brady story. <laughs> is this the one? Yeah, I was playing uh, NCAA 07. <laughs> I love the um, story <laughs> on the uh, Xbox 360 on Xbox Live against another person. And it's also important to note <laughs> that uh, at the time I was playing this, I was ranked. I was top 100 in the world in NCAA. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Um, I had like at the time like a hundred something wins and like seven losses. Um, which is like really good. Yeah. I used to be really good at the game. I didn't realize I'm still really good at the game. I'm like fucking, I'm just going to brag about it. I'm uh, I'm pretty good at those games. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) so, uh, I, I was playing a game that I was winning, uh, and did, did win like generously. Uh, I was winning like, I think it was 70 to nothing. And on the very last play of the game, it was like garbage time and I was being a dick and I just threw a pass and it got intercepted. And this guy who I was playing against to his credit, he didn't leave. He played the whole game out. Yeah. Like, he didn't quit and then give me the auto win, which is something that would happen. Like, they would quit, and you could choose to either play it out versus the AI or... Um, just take the win. Just take the win, which, yeah. you know, if you're trying to beat top 100 in the country, you take the win. Yeah, right. Don't leave it to um, chance. So uh, <clears throat> this dude, to his credit, stayed there for the whole game and took his ass whooping like a man. Uh, <laughs> and on the very last play of the game, I threw an interception to him and he ran it back and scored a touchdown on me. And I fucking went apeshit. <laughs> like, I just, I lost my mind. Never mind the fact that it's now 70 to, to seven. Yeah, right, to six. six. 70 yeah. to six, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that was the other thing. I had to watch him kick the extra point because they didn't have the thing where, like, you could skip the extra point oh, at the really? end. So he got to kick the extra <laughs> point to make it seven to 70 and I just like I it was like it was a time in my life where I was I didn't have a job yet mm. so I was just at home in my underwear in the summer uh smoking pot and like <laughs> just like you know the angstiest time of your life when you're just sad and oh, angry yeah. about everything you don't yeah. know where the hell your life's going exactly right yeah. you know and it was culminated by the fact that I was stoned and like also disappointing and you know yeah. um <laughs> And I like I I fucking like I destroyed my controller. I threw it across the hall or like down the hallway, (laughs) shattered it. And then I like punched a bunch of shit in my room. I broke a drawer off my dresser and I was just flipping stuff off my. I was so angry. Yeah. And I, I, I kicked my dresser and I remember it ended with me going. 
Why? Like I, I dropped, I dropped to my knees and I went like screamed at the heavens, like literally like crying like a out crazy to person. God. Yeah, like why over this little tiny thing? And then I like had a like I, I, apparently I needed to get it out because that was the last time I had a huge like freak out breakdown. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just like uh, curled up in the fetal position and cried like an idiot <laughs> because they threw an interception in a video game. And now I broke my controller. Oh, too. No, oh, my <laughs> controller's break. Yeah. So yeah, that was like, uh, and I cried for like 15 minutes, like you yeah. know the ugly cry, and then <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> like I'm trying to get myself settled again because my mom was coming home soon, so I'm like. <laughs> Oh gosh! I'm okay. Yeah, Trying I'm to fine. like get it back yeah, together. Right. I don't know what that was about. It was just something that clearly needed to come out of my body. Yeah. Um, if you know what, I'm you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> um, it, ne- it needed to come out for some reason. So I just ended up like having a nervous breakdown. Yeah. I mean, um, it, you kind of like don't need a reason when those things. No, it happen. just happens. Yeah. I, I think like I, I think emotional outbursts like that just sometimes just need to happen. Yeah. And oh, like yeah. it's like okay, this is happening right now. And you got to get it out. So. It's also like sometimes things aren't about what they seem to be about. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Yeah. There was a lot. I, w- I was very depressed and like very angry when mm-hmm. I was that age. So there was a lot going on there. Yeah. Um, for various reasons. Yeah. Um, which fortunately now I'm just depressed. So <laughs> fortunately <laughs> I got one of those out. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's that was, I love that story. That was my best ugly cry story. The, the, the last <laughs> last nervous breakdown I had. Yeah. I had a I had a, a, a sort of a nervous breakdown type thing once. Well, it was, it, I, what it was was my grandma died, and I took it mm. way harder than I thought I would. Way better of a reason to have a nervous breakdown. It's <laughs> way better. Yeah. Well, sh- yeah. I mean, that's like one where everyone kind of gives you a pass. Yeah. Right. right obviously, but like, I I, did, I don't know. It was just it it I I took it a lot harder than I thought it was going to. Mm. Uh, and it like culminated in me sitting out on my back porch like real late. I was still I was living at my mom's. I remember that porch. Yeah. And I was sitting out there real late with just like a bottle of brandy. (laughs) Just like and like that's the way to have a breakdown. And then like it it was the it was like a real uh, bright moon that night. And I'm sitting there and I'm crying. And then I then I start cackling. This does not happen to me all the time. But sometimes like. If, I, if I'm sad enough, I'll go from, like, crying to laughing like, like a maniac. Like manic, yeah. Yeah. Huh. And uh, and I'm, I'm, like, howling laughing at, like, 2 in the morning or 3 in the morning. I'm outside drinking, <laughs> drinking and losing my mind. Um, yeah. I don't think I've ever had... I've never had quite that experience. That's again. a very visceral... Yeah. Kind of reaction. I think that what that is, is your brain just like you're so overloaded on whatever chemical. Yeah. Releases from, you know, grief and crying. Yeah. Um, that your your wires get crossed and something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's I, I, I the thing is, to me, it seemed like it was like absurd. Yeah. That's what I was laughing. Yeah. I was I was laughing at the absurdity of how awful it was. Well, that's that's why humans laugh is when something is incongruous. Yeah. yeah. It's it's uh the the leading theory is that it evolved as a as a group defense mechanism. Yeah. Uh where if y- it was kind of like an all clear yeah. almost like right. like where what you thought was a threat was actually something innocuous. Right. The response is like a laughing sort of sound. Yeah. Um, for like early humans. That's what the, that's what I think it is. It's like a response to incongruity. It, it kind of does make sense. 
you know, that would that would certainly account for most of the things that we <coughs> find funny. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Including like the really, Awful really stuff. messed up yeah, ones. Right. Yeah. The, the like, why are why are we laughing at this thing? Mm-hmm. You know? Like Bill Cosby put a Yambian in his jello <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right? We can laugh because, you know, he's locked away in prison right. now. Yeah, right. To never to do that to anyone right. else ever again. And he's blind, which is like another, like a fuck you from God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Not only are you in jail, but you're blind now. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, no, wait. That's Yosemite Sam. <laughs> oh, oh, I hate that woman. Oh, <laughs> Only I holes ain't working no more. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still kind of going back into Yosemite Sam. <laughs> what intonation? Ooh, I hates that. I hates that Ooh. women's rights. Ooh, I hates the allegations. <laughs> I'm gonna root and tootin'. No, never no. mind. No, I'm not going Don't, there. No. I'm not going there. Never mind. No, we're not gonna go there. Not gonna go there. I realize. I realize we're getting recorded. Not, yeah. not gonna go there. So Ooh, I don't know. Funny. I don't know if this happens to you guys too, but like, uh, Morty, you know how you know you'll you'll act differently depending on what you've been drinking. Uh, right. like, yeah, different. Like, I think different like, booze. Do liquor different. drunk is a different yeah. thing than beer drunk. Absolutely. People say that. I'm not really sure that that's. Oh, the really? Case for me. See, I 100 percent feel that. See, yeah. when whenever I drink wine, I get real weepy. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so like if I if I and I haven't been like like really really wine drunk in a while. Yeah. Um, but but when I when I used to like now it just kind of relaxes me. But if you know. There were nights where I'd, you know, I'd, I'd go through like two bottles of Merlot or something and I'd, I'd watch, uh, I'd look up all the saddest scenes for movies that I could. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh God, I do that a lot. And I, I can't remember yeah. the last movie I actually cried at, but like uh. my, my go-tos are definitely Blade Runner, Schindler's List. Oh. Yeah. Um, Things that are like and Schindler's List is a little cheap because like it's a Holocaust movie. Of course, it's sad. Of course. Yeah, right. right. But um, and you would think it was bullshit if it wasn't done so well. Right. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. Like it would be like if if it wasn't done so on the nose. Yeah. And so perfectly, you'd be like, oh, this is just a cheap Oscar ploy. Well, and what's Mm -hmm. and and what's interesting about it, too, is is towards the end, you cry for the person that you you don't think you're going to be crying for. for Yeah, right. Which is Oscar Schindler himself. Yeah. 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 What a great scene that is. Yeah. The I could have done more. I could have done more. Oh, God. It's so good. It's tough. Very, very Spielbergian, but very, very good. I can't remember. There's there's a lot of obviously when I was a kid, I cried at a lot more movies. I cried at Toy Story 2. Toy Story 3, (laughs) the ending of Toy Story 3. I haven't seen any past two. Oh, man. Toy Um, Story 3 is really good. Did you boys see Homeward Bound? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I repressed that memory, but I know I've seen it. That's the first movie that I saw it in a theater. And I remember they had to leave the one behind. Because he was stuck at the bottom. I think his name was Shadow, right? The the black dog. Mm -hmm. And they have to leave him because he's like stuck at the bottom of the pit. And then he finds his way at the end. And everyone, and they, ah! I don't do so, that to me. So, <laughs> someone, this is another thing. Is this going to be an episode where one of us is going to cry by right. the end of it? Someone, someone that I know from college uh, was telling. I'm not going to. I'm not going to name names or, or where I know him from. Uh, but uh, someone that I know from college, he uh, was a kid when 
uh, Wrath of Khan came out. And oh. spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Wrath of Khan, god. which if you haven't, you know why the fuck not? Oh my god! Um, <laughs> but but he he had to be carried out of the theater by his brother during the scene when Spock dies. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> that scene is so good. Had to be carried out of the theater. Yeah, like during the during the funeral scene when like Kirk is delivering his eulogy, he was crying so hard his brother had to carry him out. Oh of the my theater. god! It's so good. It's it's so good. <laughs> like he was a little kid at the time. Yeah. Like, real okay. Yeah. Um, Oh man! But wow. but yeah, the scene where Spock dies, like yeah. nobody saw that coming Damn when that. that when that was uh, you know, of all the souls I've ever met in my travels, his, his was the most human. Human. Uh, human. Oh, so good. Human. Bader. Bader. Ah. Yeah. It, um, yeah. Yeah, that's a big one for sure. I'm trying to remember. Uh, the ending of Saving Private Ryan made me cry oh, the first time I saw it. Yeah, it's it, you know what it is for me that which is which is another cheap one. Like, sure, it, yeah, it, it's, it it's very Spielbergian, patriotic right, yeah. heartstrings. It's, it's, it's the it's the Abraham Lincoln quote because it's the general writing the letter to Mrs. Ryan that your son's coming home. And yeah, he does that Abraham Lincoln quote about laying uh, so costly a sacrifice on the altar of freedom. It's like yeah, oh, yeah. gets you right in the patriotism. Well, that, well, that and the twist <laughs> at the end too. Yeah. Uh, wait, what the, movie? Saving Private Ryan. Oh, There's, yeah. You remember the twist? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, it came out in like what 2004. Yeah, I can, I can spoil it. I think we can spoil <laughs> movies sooner than 2004. 2001, yeah. I think. Actually. Yeah, um, it, it's uh, the old man you've been watching. You assume he's Tom Hanks because uh, it, it cuts from the old man to Tom Hanks in the very first scene at, oh, at D-Day, right, right, right. but it's actually Matt Damon's, it's actually Private Ryan oh, the Ma whole time. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. All right. That one's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't want to ruin the ending of Toy Story 3, so instead I'll talk about um, <laughs> a movie that I can't get through any part of at all, or really even think of. Without. A Serbian film. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ace Ventura, when nature calls. <laughs> uh, no, it's up. The tragedy of our time. Oh God, up. Uh, up is like uh, if you took the first ten minutes of Up as a standalone short film, it would still hold up. Yeah, it does. That's what, that's what Pixar does best, oh man. Those my short films. God, yeah. it's so. I, Tommy and I rented that movie thinking like. <laughs> Seriously, so I, I was like, when that movie came out, I was like, oh, eight. So it was like, we were in my bedroom, sitting on my bed, eating hot wings. Oh. We got hot wings and pizza. <laughs> All excited. So we're like, oh, let's go. We rented a movie. We're like, oh, it's <laughs> day off in the summer. Let's go. Let's watch a Disney movie. That sounds yeah. awesome. It's got a grumpy old man in it. It looks uh, like it's going to be a rollicking so good time. I just yeah. remember, Most of the movie is a rollicking good it time. Is it's really, funny as fuck. Yeah. I, yeah, there's just, but there's so many touching parts of that movie. And the, yeah. for people who haven't seen Up, the whole, the beginning of Up is him meeting, like as a little kid, the old man, meeting uh, this little girl in his neighborhood and making a friend with her. And then it just, you know, in they like, dream about going on adventures together. Right. Yeah. yeah. And reality sets and then become adults. Right. Yeah. It goes in montage format where it shows them follow their lives together, follow their lives together to the point where she, they can't have kids and, but they decide they're going to still go on adventures and it's not a setback and they just grow old together. And then she dies. Yeah. And it sets up the whole story yeah. because this guy is just alone now yeah. and he's grumpy and he's sad like anybody would be if you spent your whole life with somebody and they're yeah. not there now. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. Ah. <laughs> but it's like it's the way they present the story is so move. I just remember like. Uh, Tommy's <laughs> oh sitting God, on my bed. You're, you're Tommy, doing it. Tommy's <laughs> sitting on my bed eating chicken wings going. 
is she gonna fucking die? Like, like, and we're just like try, trying not to yeah. wipe our tears away, like eating chicken. Like, um, I think the scene in that movie that gets me the most is when he. Uh, if, spoiler: If you haven't seen the movie Up, which don't watch it, it's just like it's just, <laughs> don't just, watch it. Just don't. It'll, it's just into a, it'll just turn you into a puddle. Oh, like the whole right. Yeah, you're just gonna cry the whole time. There's a scene later in that movie where he like. Gets in an argument with the kid that he's been with this whole time, yeah. and he sits down on his chair and he starts flipping through the photo album that they yeah. didn't get to complete. Yeah, and he realizes that she completed the photo album from like the time where they got married onward, and it's them and their whole life. Yeah, and at the end it says something like "Go out and have your own adventure now." Yeah, no, it's like, this time that's the part that just fucking like yeah, KOs yeah. me completely. It's just too much. Yeah, it's 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 it is too much. And I promised myself after the first time I watched it, I would never watch it again. And then Trisha had never seen it. Oh, and I'm no. like, oh, we should watch it. And then I started watching it again. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I said I was never going to do this to myself again. <laughs> Um, so yeah, now I'm not gonna watch it ever again. No. It's just, it's just don't, no. just so, don't do it. It's, it's horrible. Too sad. It's so too sad. On the on the other end of it, <laughs> I could remember, maybe not the most recent time, but but definitely the most memorable time I ever I ever cried laughing at a movie. Uh-huh. Which was when I went to see Borat yeah. with my dad, <laughs> right? And it's the scene where he's chasing his manager naked yeah, through yes. the hotel. <laughs> yeah, Hilarious. Borat and Azamat naked. I had I had tears streaming down my face the whole time. <laughs> Me and my dad are just out of breath laughing. I think my favorite it's part. One of the funniest and most unexpected <laughs> scenes I've ever seen in a movie. Oh, so I, good. I think my favorite part of that is that they chase each other into an elevator at one point, and then they just kind of stand there right <laughs> yeah. until the elevator opens again <laughs> and they just he, kind of politely but naked stand yeah. there with the other people in the elevator and then into a full ass conference room <laughs> yeah, right like a giant a uh, banquet hall yeah just packed with people <laughs> i think they get up on stage i think they're actually yeah. at one point he's grabbed by the neck by security yeah right um <laughs> like you know you know a lot of that stuff like really happened <laughs> really yeah right happened. Yeah. yeah he got in serious shit for that movie yeah <laughs> Uh, singing, singing the made-up Kazakhstan national anthem oh, to the tune of the Star Spangled Banner at a rodeo. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, did that, did that, was it in the movie or on the TV show where he sings uh, "Throw the Jew Down That's the, the TV Well"? Show. <laughs> Throw, That's the TV show. That's the TV show. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. So my was, people can be free. The, the Ollie G show. Yeah. Um, no, I remember we went to go see that oh, uh, in the theater. And it was like it was one of those movies where you knew the kind of movie it was going to be in the first five minutes. Oh, yeah. When like a bunch of people in the theater walked out (laughs) and then it was just the people who like had a good sense of humor and like the people who are like in on this. Yeah, um, it was seeing that movie in the theater for the first time. What it was the funniest movie I've ever seen. It's still funny. The first experience of seeing that was so fucking hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I just we were in tears the whole time. It was so funny. Yeah. Like it just never stop being hilarious <laughs> yeah oh my god i really you know so the thing is i i've watched all of this is america or who is america who is america who is america yeah. who is america <laughs> um don't catch I, you tripping up i just can't wait for the next thing he does at all Ugh. times yeah. he's just such dude's, an interesting dude really funny. when have yeah. one of you guys cried laughing <sighs> or, just, um, or even just cried happy often 
Yeah, uh, quite a bit I, on this podcast several times, <laughs> right. actually. Yeah, some of the biggest laughs for me of the of like the last three years have been doing this podcast. Doing this show, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Christy Davenport uh, talking about uh, her <laughs> Polish uncle. Or her oh, yeah. Polish, he, your, my, your grandpa. My, your, my grandpa. Who's, who's dangerously Polish. My father's Polish. My grandfather is very, very Polish. Polish. <laughs> very Polish. Or like... Uh, Unrepentantly Polish. Uh, in the first season, the <laughs> you were talking about about uh, this lady who came into the library who was a real non-traditional student. Yeah, and I'm that, like, yeah, she was a clown on stilts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was several pigeons in a trench coat. Yeah, coach. right. You guys, you guys yeah. just kept going with it. It was just so funny to me. I was I, like... My favorite part of that was Ben going... I'm what? sorry, what? Yeah, you, just, you stopped in the middle and you looked at me and you went, what? <laughs> I was just crying. You and Christy just kept going and oh kept going and kept going. That was going. so funny. Yeah. A lot Very of time, non-traditional. Just made entirely of styrofoam. Just unlike other students. <laughs> Whereas most people aren't clouds on stilts. This the woman, woman was. was. Right. That's right. I just remember sitting at the bar pounding it because it was so yeah. funny to me. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, that was so Yeah, funny. I think a lot of the times I've like cried laughing have been uh recently have just been here or yeah. like on Sunday nights. Yeah. <laughs> well like okay, so the thing is we sit around and play Jackbox games roughly once a week. Yeah, right. Give or take. And they're always I, hilarious. I'm continually impressed by how funny my friends are. <laughs> yeah, all of our friends are really funny. Yeah. So most people are not funny. Yeah, right. Exactly. In this group, everyone's Everybody's funny. funny. Yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. really a very lucky thing to have. Yeah. <laughs> In a world full of just fucking boring people. Right. Boring comedy and 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 more importantly, cheap tragedy. Yeah, you can't you can't. There's no easier source of cheap tragedy than modern country music as well. (laughs) Like, like, sure. There have been one or two songs maybe in my entire life that have made me cry. Neither of them have been country. Yeah, (laughs) those fucking things because because they always go for like the worst case Scenario, you know, like my wife miscarried, my dog ran away, my truck broke yeah, down. Right. It's, it's just <laughs> throwing everything. At least I still have my beer. Yeah, uh, there's, there's throwing everything at the wall. Just yeah. like, oh, what's that stupid country? Johnny's daddy was taking him fishing. Oh, don't take when the girl. He was eight years old. Yeah, yeah. what's don't that one about? Play. It's it's three tragedies in succession, which which all involve like like. Don't take my sister fishing with me. <laughs> uh, don't take my the to like. Like, uh, uh, my wife is giving birth and she's dying. The, uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, don't take the girl. That's the chorus. Yeah. Don't take the girl. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's take tragedy the after tragedy. breath that you gave me. Yeah. Take the heart from my chest. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's cheap. It's, yeah. Uh, uh, Jesus take the wheel too. Jesus is, take is the wheel. Cheap tragedy. <laughs> yeah. Or it would be if if the singer like actually died in the car crash and didn't like recover. Yeah. Because of course Jesus wouldn't let anyone die. No. Uh, that would that wouldn't make any sense. Unless you're black. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and then fuck you, right, country singers? <laughs> no, of course not. You know, I'm I'm very interested in this any whole, country uh, song about 9/11. Yeah, right. This whole business of uh, Old Town Road topping the country charts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that being a whole thing that like pissed a bunch of people off. Yeah, I don't know why that pissed anybody off. I don't know. Your music already sounds like mo- <clears throat> like pop country sounds like rap music now. Yeah, they use the same like yeah yeah 
kick the dust up. Yeah. 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 That's like what we would consider like traditional country western music is basically dying. Nobody knows what that is. That's a deep cut. Oh man, that is only something that us and maybe one person listening to this know what this is. Anyone who's bothered to try that game. Yeah. Terrible. Digital homicide. Yeah, no, I know. Oh, I feel God. like all the times that I've cried laughing have been a direct result of like the people in this room and then the people that the people in this room associate with. Yeah. Yeah. Because right. there's nothing worse than not funny people who think they're funny and all of us are funny. I yeah, the thing is I've funny. I've known a great number of people who like are very impressed with themselves and are very unfunny. Yeah. Ooh, I gotta show you a video <laughs> I found not too long ago of a comedian bombing hard. Oh good. Yeah. Uh, I always love that. that. Amateur comedian. There's like maybe seven people in the room. He's he bom- he's very visibly drunk and he bombs hard. <laughs> I gotta show you that when we're when we're done here. Here. Yeah, you do. Um, I have like that's the thing is I have this thing where like that cringe thing I have to watch it. Oh yeah, it, it's it, it's in my playlist. that's labeled cringe. Um, <laughs> oh, do you guys? Here's here's the thing. I never cry at funerals. I always cry sometime after. Yeah, it's oh, really? it's usually sometime when when. It's it'll be the most random time, but I'll never cry at the funeral itself. This happened with my granddad. Mm-hmm. This happened with uh, my stepdad's father. This happened with my stepdad's mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, this happened with my stepdad's sister and brother-in-law. Uh, yeah, I, t- I tend not to either. I mean, there are exceptions, but for the most part, yeah, not at the thing itself. But it's it usually comes later. It could be it could be like the next day, or it could be like a week later. Yeah. But it's never at the thing itself, you know. See, I always, I'm the opposite. I I'm good uh, up until it happens because I'm one of those people who like respects and understands. Dad, like when my grandmother died, yeah, I was the only one in the room who I think was like happy that she was dead because she told me years ago, yeah, that she was ready to die, yeah, yeah. um, and, and like basically told me like the only reason that I'm even fu- she had a heart attack at that time. Uh, she's like, the only reason that I'm even fighting and doing this is for your mom and your aunt, because she's like, I know you'd be OK if something happened, but yeah. I'm, she's like, I'm ready to go. You know, and I always I took that like I heard that eight years before she actually died. And I'm like, yeah, OK, well, she was ready. She didn't want to keep fighting right. anymore. She was ready to go. Yeah. So like did everything she needed to do. She was done with living. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So like I was fine uh, right up until like when we had to walk her casket down you yep. know what i mean at the church yeah and then that was it and then I, it was out of my system and it was like okay we're good you know yeah yeah you get your grief out and then i don't know those those moments always feel too like they feel very systematic they feel very ritualistic yeah. and that that almost is is comforting even though i'm not religious mm-hmm. but then it's you know like i said it's it's usually later and it's i also notice it's usually when i'm drunk too mm-hmm. yeah. I'll, I'll usually drink sometime sure. after the fact and then that's when it'll come out. Right. Um, loosens up. Yeah. There's a in Six Feet Under, which I've recommended on the show before, like in the first episode when uh, Nate Jr. comes home, he's talking about his time backpacking through Europe and they're at, you know, the family owns a funeral home. So he's talking about how, how fucking sterile mm-hmm. funerals are in America. 
and how, <laughs> you know, people like do this big ritual bullshit and we have to show out for this. And, yeah. oh, at least they didn't suffer. And, like, you know, all this thing. He's yeah. talking about a time when he was in Italy backpacking <laughs> and there was a funeral happening and they boated a casket up onto the beach and then as soon as the casket hits the beach the whole family's like banging on the casket yeah crying. yeah yeah he's like we don't do that here we just sterilize everything oh yeah and make it so like and he's right you know and, and yeah. for yeah. some people that's a huge comfort and then like i don't know that kind of makes me feel icky sometimes there's, you know there's a lot of it, yeah. it, it definitely varies from cultural culture to culture Japan does that a lot too. There's there's a lot of taboos about about death in in uh, East Asian yeah. uh, types of cultures to the point where uh, Japanese hospitals won't include a fourth floor in the way that we don't include thirteenth floors in our skyscrapers. Yeah, because the the traditional word for four in Japanese is shi, which also means death. So so a lot of times if you're counting up, you go ich ni san yon. Yon is the substitute word for four, because people don't want to say she. Yeah. Um, One, two, three, dead, five, <laughs> six. <laughs> I mean, imagine how weird that is. Yeah, right. Well, then also the the traditional word for seven is shichi. Mm -hmm. People replace that with nana. Wow. In Japan, it, to go so far as to you know again, like I said, to not include a fourth floor in in hospitals or in most buildings. Um. That's that's odd, isn't it? It's it's it makes sense, though. Like you wouldn't, you know, but I mean, it is strange how how like a lot of a lot of cultures, you know, ourselves and, and East Asian cultures included. You're right. You kind of sterilize, sterilize. the whole mm, yeah. the whole process and kind of shield people from it. Um, well, it strikes me that like that time when, you know, like when my grandma had died and I was just losing my shit out at the moon, I got a lot of. You get, get it out. out. Of my system. You get yeah. it out. Yeah, you have to. Um, Crying's good. Crying is necessary. Yeah, it, it, it was a it was a very crazy way to react, but it worked. Like it. Felt, yeah, you it feel better. Right. Good there's, afterwards. There's no right or wrong way to do it as well. <laughs> yeah, know? like right. grief takes a lot of forms. Yeah, for, you know, it's very different for different people. I feel like sometime in the last, uh, maybe really since I've been uh, dating my wife, my, uh, my, my wife. Uh, I spent a very long stretch of my life my from like life. teenage years to um, to a well into uh, adulthood just not being able to cry. Does yeah. that make sense? Like I just yeah, I just didn't really I fought it back a lot. The thing is, I kind of feel like I'm going backwards, like going into just crying all the time. No, like I used to be more emotional. Oh, see. OK. See. And now it's a, like once in a while I'll break and like. Like sob like like a baby. Yeah, yeah. but well, you, most of the time I don't have healthy. You you, know. you opened it by way of humor, but but you touched on a very important point, which is that in in our culture in particular, crying is not seen as as a masculine thing yeah. to do. It's not expected <clears throat> that men should cry in public or or cry about you know maybe even just the same things that women cry about. Um, mm -hmm. I was uh, Aubrey introduced me to a, a Pixar short. Um, which is adorable and has a happy ending, I should clarify. Oh, I think I know what you're going to talk about. But it's it's about a uh, stray cat that befriends a pit bull that is used for dog fighting. Wow. Um, it's, yeah, like it doesn't explicitly show the dog fights, but like it, at one point it comes out of the house and it has like cuts all over it. And it's yeah. like you can tell what's happening. Yeah. Um, and the it's power of suggestion. Yeah, the power right. of suggestion. Yeah. Way more important than actually seeing it. You know, clearly, clearly made with viewers of all ages in mind 
Mm-hmm. Um, and she, you know, she, she showed it to me because it, it had made her cry and, and, you know, it got, it got me pretty close, but it, you know, there are times too, where I wonder like, you know, it, would it be better if I cried at this thing, if I just like kind of let it out? But, but, you know, again, our, our culture is one that dictates that men don't cry. Big boys don't cry. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, people, people, especially neckbeards, raise such a stink about, yeah. like, you know, anytime the discussion of toxic masculinity comes up. Well, that's one of the things. Anything that discourages men from displaying emotion right. is toxic masculinity. Right. Yeah, that's, right. that's a thing that, you know, that holds us back. Yeah, right. I agree. Well, and it was like one of those things where when I was younger, I told you I was really fucking angry kid, like just angry at everything, like a, yeah. like a lot of kids and like in particular, a lot of guys are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, like my parents, you know, we were all children of divorce and like mm-hmm. just being frustrated with my situation and like, yeah, like you, you develop a real resentment of the world. Uh, don't re- you? Yeah. yeah. And like it more <laughs> and like the people that I focused that on were like my direct family. Yep. Mm. Mad at them be- because they were the closest targets. You know what I mean? This is a great lighthearted topic, by the way. Yeah. Right. I know. <laughs> trying, that's what I said. I'm trying to make it, but like, um, but like I, one of the things that I, this is so strange to, to think now could, Compared to the person that I am now, yeah. Um, like w- one of the things I detested more than anything was like weakness. I don't uh. know why. Like I just hated the thought of like being weak, mm-hmm. you know. And to me, like let crying and like letting your emotions out was just weak to yeah. me, uh, you know. Yeah, and showing which, vulnerability of sure, any kind. Which you know, as a result, I think what it manifested as was just anger and rage a lot of the time, which is like same, same with me. Yeah, I mean, way we, you less know, healthy. We, you know, we're we're both on the spectrum. They're, exactly, they're more manageable and, and, feelings uh, on some level. Yeah, yeah, like, they're like feelings where like not manageable, but they're they're feel they're you can experience a lot of that emotional release through. Through some form of anger, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, through some form of beating the piss out of the kid who's who's making fun of you. Yeah, exactly. Know? Right. Yeah, or, right. Or like putting several holes in your wall and, you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah like, the, those kinds of things go hand in hand and, and giving into that, of course, when when people everyone around you is telling you, like, you know, you got to rein it in. Sure. You know, kind of translates to do that. But but then, you know. As you grow up, you realize kind of, you know, anger sometimes serves a purpose. Absolutely. There's nothing. But but it's not it's not all the time. Right. You don't need to be pissed off at everything. Yeah. Um, and then something changed in me years ago where I just like I found myself starting to cry a lot more. Um, seriously, like, and yeah. it's just my, I don't know why that made me laugh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy, you, you know, seriously, yeah, you fucking, like, I just found myself crying a lot yeah, more. You fucking queer, yeah. you, <laughs> you, you suck. Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> wow, great, Pussy. Anyway, <laughs> someone right. else. Made anyway, it. so so I don't know about you guys, but I I I don't think I've ever cried when I've been chopping onions. Has that ever happened to you? Guys? All the time. <laughs> I don't I don't know what it, I don't cry when I chop onions. Okay, okay. It, I've done it, it quite a bit. It's so this is a thing. It like this. It, it like gets up in my nose a bit, but it, it doesn't make me tear up. So Christy and I both have like a reaction to onions, right? Yeah. Like like chopping them definitely hurts our eyes. The difference is she gets like a, a like a headache 
when she oh. does it. Oh yeah, me so, too. So she'll actually. tell she'll anytime she cooks, she'll say, "Dave, can you chop this onion for me?" And I go, "You know this this also hurts me too." <laughs> but oh, bring it, me but, over, I'll chop your onions. But it hurts her way worse. I guess. You know what I'm saying? I get headaches too. I have to like get a paper <laughs> towel and put it to my eyes and then walk away because <laughs> I get it right tension headache like right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it, it goes right up your nostrils. But like for me, it stops like right about here, and it's just you know it's like. Ugh, it, like it feel it makes me feel like almost like I have to sneeze, but I know it's not going to come. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, don't, I don't think I don't really tear up when I'm cutting onions. Yeah. No, definitely gets me. De- yeah. And I which is a shame because I put onions in almost everything. Yeah. Well, see, that that's the other thing. I rarely so cut onions. You don't like a lot of onions. I don't man. like onions. So I, I rarely cut them. But when I do, I don't I don't really get that. Mm. Hey, do you uh, guys uh, cry when you look at your fat, useless body in the mirror? <laughs> no, no, I just drink Hell that no. away. Hell no, I just, I just suck it in and I go like yeah, this. Yeah, right. I drank that oh. away a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nah. Nah. Oh, okay. Yeah, me nah. either. Because when I look, when I look in the mirror, my attention's not on my, not on my gut. It's on my massive fucking dick. That's right. <laughs> Goddamn right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I don't cry about that either. That it's, it's, no, we're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, I, I, I don't. I, I, I like I'm disappointed at myself for yeah. a lot of the time, but I, I don't. Uh, I'm not that. When I about. when I had to fix the toilet a couple of weeks ago, I found myself crying in the bathroom yeah. because every single step was, was just more. I was yeah. just finding out. Okay, well that would, did, this this isn't on here, so I got to take <laughs> this apart, and then underneath this is rotten. And now then, see that would be where I would be furious. I got to a point where I'm on my knees, like chiseling at the ground or at the the tile on the floor, and I find the rotten wood underneath, and I'm just sobbing. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do. I can't. I won't. I don't. I can't. Now see, that's way healthier than what I would do, which would be to. Punch that rotten wood until the toilet yeah. fell through the floor, and I felt better watching it crash on the ground. Yeah, below. problem yeah. solved. Problem solved. No fixed it. <laughs> Let me tell you the 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 silliest thing I ever cried about when I was a kid. All right, was when I had to throw out my favorite toothbrush. Oh no, because it was all frayed. The bristles were all everywhere. It was yeah. fucking useless. It wasn't doing a good enough job of cleaning my teeth. But in my mind, it was an animated object it had feelings uh-huh. it would it would be hurt if i abandoned it. <laughs> I, I did that a lot as a kid did you feel that way yeah, about a lot but, of like inanimate objects mm-hmm. it just, not a lot for some reason it was just this particular toothbrush <laughs> i didn't really do that for a lot of really? objects it was just for I some did. reason this fucking toothbrush <laughs> And I don't know why that's actually really silly but i really like resisted throwing it away how old were you <laughs> God, I don't even remember. I must have been like, I must have been something like four or five. Yeah, right. I was going to say, because if you're like 14 and you're like, ah, I don't want to. No, 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 no. It was, it was definitely, it was definitely at the age you would expect. But like, I remember it, it caused me a lot of trauma. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of pain involved in getting rid of that fucking toothbrush. I, <laughs> I, I remember what color it was now. <laughs> I remember getting like a bad feeling if I didn't play with all my toys equally. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, that must have been like, like definitely like weird resentment about having a little brother or something. Yeah, right. Or like, like having <laughs> to sh- like to share my parents with someone else, you know, that must have been something like that. Yeah. But I remember, like, mm. if I didn't play with all the toys evenly, if I left one of them out, then I would feel bad about it. Not all of them, just all, you know, <laughs> if if it occurred to me that this that the that this one had been left out, I would feel bad. Yeah, I remember. I remember one time I I 
I uh, I got really like crying angry at a kid half my age. I was probably uh, I don't know. I was probably ten or eleven at the time, and uh, because what this kid has do- had done, we were up at the park. This kid lived on the opposite end of the park from me. We were up at the park. And he was like trying to knock down a nest of sparrow eggs, and I'm like, oh, what I'm a like, dick! I'm like, yeah, dude, right. I'm like, dude, stop yeah, that! Like, that? like, you know, obviously, you know, he's too young to get it, but he's like, he's chucking rocks, at, and eventually one hits, and the fucking yolks Aww. and everything are all scattered over the ground, and I'm like, it, it took like everything in my power to not level, him, right. like, not level this kid. Right? Yeah. I just, I just started crying and shouted at him and I went home. Like yeah. that was I traumatic. That sucked. Yeah. That's traumatic. That sucked to see. Yeah, I would fucking deck him. Yeah, fucking right. piece of shit. <laughs> fucking worthless I mean, kid. Especially if I was an adult. Yeah, yeah right. Really, well, like, that was a family. <laughs> so much like, stronger than him. Right. Like I said, he was half my age, so the only I think the only thing preventing me from doing it was the knowledge that I would absolutely get in trouble. Oh yeah. <laughs> you just fucking crumple him on the ground. He's <laughs> just like full grown adult. I was like twenty six at the time and yeah, right. was walking through the park with a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> There's a fucking family, you piece of shit. <laughs> you just punch him once and he just yeah, just one is enough. <laughs> Crumples down one to the ground. He's, he's out. <laughs> I'm picturing like fucking uh, 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 Trevor from Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, right. <laughs> Cunt. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was a family. I lost my temper. Are you okay? <laughs> right. Hello? You're Hello? Right. You're right. All right. He's fine. fine. <laughs> just, just leave. Crack a bottle over his head. <laughs> you little shit. <laughs> I know that there's things that like always make me cry, but I can't think of what they are. It's really kind of bugging me. See, I, it's like I, I'll look at dumb like YouTube videos or like yeah. scenes from movies that I know are going to get a reaction. OK, so I got one for you. Yeah. Um, a couple years ago, uh uh, famous uh, ESPN uh, commentator and analyst Stuart Scott died. He had cancer. Oh, he was like okay. forty something years old. Stuart Scott is famous for like doing the uh, cool side of the pillow thing. Um, what? You never heard that before? Nah. Flip your flip your pillow over to the cool side. What? R- really? No. Oh my god. What? What about it? Uh, no, that was that was his thing. He's the one who <laughs> came up with that. What he, does that mean? Uh, dude, uh, I, I forgot. I forgot you're like not a sports guy. I'm not, dude. Um, I, w- I didn't watch any sports until yeah. like we all started being friends and hanging out. So the thing, Stuart Scott was this like uh, he was a young black uh, ESPN analyst at the time when like young black people didn't work at ESPN. Okay, does that make sense? It was like a bunch of like old crusty white guys talking about sports. Yeah. So Stuart Scott was like hip and uh, cool and young and. And it sounds like funny and really funny. And like he used to be on with uh, Rich Eisen, who you'd recognize Rich Eisen if I showed you a picture of him. They used to like co-host their show together and they got to be like super, super tight. And Stuart Scott all won all sorts of like journalism awards for reporting on sports and Mm -hmm. like was just generally well loved and well respected by his colleagues. A lot of like dumb, uh, I'm guessing old white people didn't like him that much because he was cool and hip and young when he came out. Oh, he spelled the Um, end of... uh (laughs) Right, of the end of, of like of, boring ESPN. Yeah, right. just just good old white ESPN. Right, <laughs> ESPN. We're the whitest, <laughs> the world, the worldwide leader in white people not knowing what the fuck they're talking about. Um, oh, that can't be ESPN. Yeah. Someone else has to have that market cornered even. Fox better. News. Yeah, Fox News. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, 
No, uh, but when Stuart Scott died, Stuart Scott had cancer, and uh, they did like a huge piece on him uh, for ESPN talking about him because he was such a staple at uh, on the network. Yeah, uh, and then when it got particularly bad, he had to come off of TV, and like he got the uh, the what the Jimmy Jimmy not Jimmy Stewart Jimmy Smith the Jimmy uh, no the <laughs> the award that they give every year. Uh, uh, was named after a famous basketball coach who also died of cancer. Uh, it was like an it's an inspiration award basically, and they okay. gave Stuart Scott the award. Obviously wow. not the year that before inspirational. It, I can't remember his fucking yeah, name. Yeah, right, I'll have to look it up. Uh, but they gave it to Stuart Scott, who gave like basically his eulogy uh, on TV, like talking about you know how proud he was to work with who he worked with and loved his family, and like basically saying like I'm ready to die. Wow. Um, so one of the things that always gets me is um, at the end of a, an episode of Sports Center, they have Rich Eisen on with Boomer and the rest of the guys, yeah. and like he spent the most on-air time with uh, Stuart Scott uh, throughout his whole career, and he like they found out halfway through the broadcast that Stuart Scott died. So Rich uh-huh. Eisen delivers the news at the end of the broadcast, oh, just no. off the cuff. <sighs> Um, and it's just really, really heartbreaking because the guy was like one of his best friends. Yeah. And he, you could tell he does a really excellent job at like professionally getting his way through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like he, he, he just barely. Yeah. Like you he, can tell, you can tell he level just up. barely makes it through. And it's just always really sad because, you know, we've, we've lost friends. Everybody at this table has lost at least one friend that we all knew yep. together. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, and I've I've lost a couple friends from that I knew from high school that are dead now. Um, yeah, and it's just like it fucking it's it's not fun. It fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, and so it's something that I really like identify with, and that always gets me every time I watch it. And sometimes mm. I'll put that on just when I feel like I need to get something out. Yeah, a little does bit of like sense? an emotional catharsis. Yeah, that's that's one of those yeah. things that just I, I sometimes I'm like I know this will work, so let's do this. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what I know works every time is. Uh, the episode of Sesame Street they did after the actor who played Mr. Hooper passed away. Oh, yeah. And oh, man. What they took a pretty revolutionary approach and decided not to um, not to shy away from it. They, okay. you know, not not replace him, not not make up an excuse. They decided to do an episode for kids mm-hmm. for the Sesame Street audience about where Mr. Hooper was. And why he can't come yeah, back. Yeah, right. Big Bird doesn't know why he's gone, right? Right. Big Bird yeah. drew his picture and uh, and they said, well, don't you remember? Mr. Hooper died. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. It's, that, real, it's really well done. That always, wow. always. Oh, yeah. Is, is good for a cry. Yeah. Holy um, shit. I also have... Uh, May I read this uh, in during the break because it's a bit long, but it's a, a green one of my one of my favorite green text stories. It makes me cry every time uh, oh, from really? 4chan. Like if you cry every time. Yeah, um, <laughs> I really I really like that. Like like divorced from like any like just like if you cry every time. Every time. Not every time something just just like if you cry time. every time. Like if you are always crying. <laughs> <laughs> every time like yeah. it like every, if you have a physical disorder that causes you to always cry <laughs> uh, uh, let's hear have a big round of applause for our latest comedian <laughs> um 
Uh, yeah. There's one. Uh, another good one is. Uh, oh, were you gonna? Do you have the? Never mind. I was gonna. I was gonna read it off off the air in case if you guys haven't heard oh, sure. it, and because yeah. it's. It, I don't know. It's a bit lengthy. Okay. Not not super lengthy, but yeah. Well, we'll do it uh, off. Off air, but uh, um, there's there's one I'm thinking of that's uh, Mr. Rogers accepting an award. It was like a yes. the lifetime. There's like a lifetime achievement award, and he like gets up to accept it. And he, yeah, it was a lifetime achievement award. Yeah, right? and yeah. he's older at this point. Like he, yeah. you know, is older, and he's not long for the world. I think at that point. Um, Here's a bunch of Hollywood celebs too. Yeah, the yeah. the spray tans, the right. makeup, just. This is one of those things the where they sex. realize we might lose Fred Rogers. It's about time to give him this award. Well, well, that, but but it's what he does. Yeah, he he stands up in front of all these people, and he it's worth noting that he gets a very big ovation, uh, as yeah. you know somebody like Fred Rogers should whenever yeah. he goes anywhere. A lot of those people grew up with him in their mm-hmm. living rooms, right? Um, but he he does this thing where he basically like he talks about uh, you know. Uh, how there's there's people that are that have existed in your life that helped shape you to the person that you are uh, and help made you the person that they that you've become over all these years. And he says something like, I'd like for us all to take 10 seconds to stop and think about them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll watch the time. And he like looks at his watch. <laughs> and then it's just the whole crowd like. Everybody like all at once closes their yeah. eyes. There's there's, there's a th- couple giggles out there, but then they all just immediately. It's this, it's this like pregnant pause in the room. Wow. And then he goes back to the microphone and he says, think about how proud they must be of you all. And it's just like, <laughs> ugh. it's like ugh, so good because you can't help but think, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody watching that, you can't help but stop and think about it. Yeah. So it's like it's I don't know. Mr. Rogers is always good for a cry anywhere because he was just yeah yeah. There's there's no dirt on that guy. <laughs> this movie this movie's coming out. Soon. I can't wait. Oh, can't it's wait. gonna be so good. Aubrey showed me a, a picture I think yesterday of um it was uh it it goes uh, other people uh Avengers is the most ambitious crossover of all time oh, yeah. <laughs> and it says me and it's just uh, Fred Rogers answering the door and it's Bill, Bill Nye. Nye. Fred Bill <laughs> Fred <Yeah>. Bill <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's Wait, so was Bill Nye on uh, Mr. Rogers? Yes, he was. I didn't know he that. He was. Mm-hmm. He showed up for an episode. They were both on the same network. Yep. Wow. Um, Bill? <laughs> the HBO documentary about uh, Fred Rogers was very good. Yes. Um, um, it's, a, it's another one that'll make you cry. Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah. Right? Won't mm-hmm. you be my neighbor? Yeah. Uh, we saw that in the theater, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they, they oh. did a limited release in the theater. Trish about, and I went to go see it in the theater. How about the footage of him testifying before Congress? Yeah. Uh, for additional PBS And funding. winning. And yeah. winning. Yeah. By, right. by reciting a poem that one of his his kids, his viewers, sent in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just won the fifty million dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. The, 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 like he's that. this dickhead Republican <laughs> yeah. senator yeah. that he's testifying, and the guy's I think like, it's great. This is I, back th- I this think it's just great. This is back when shit like that could happen. Yeah, yeah. where right. someone could be moved, right. and people weren't absolute rotten cord pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> like yeah, you the, could uh, move someone in Congress. Yeah, the poll was called "What do you do with the mad, mad that, that you feel?" feel. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, with the mad that you feel. Just the voice of Fred Rogers. Oh, so good. <laughs> I, I loved Mr. Rogers. So yeah, anyway, uh, what uh, what are we like on time? <laughs> oh, shit. We're about an hour and a half. 
Oh, are hour, we? Hour 40. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, we're, we're on track. Which, uh, yeah, I guess would make it about time to stop and yeah, uh, take good. a break. Do you guys have fun, at least, with this uh, yeah, utterly sad I topic? So, yeah. yeah. I, uh, you know, I... Well, we talked about we talked about crying laughing. Yeah, we right. We talked about, you know... Onions. Yeah, I want. I, I wanted. To, <laughs> I wanted to wait for like a night where we weren't all like sleepy or bummed out. Right. Yeah. Because sometimes, yeah, well, you might not know it, but sometimes we do this show and we're like, eh, yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. Tuesday, Tuesday's a rough day of the week. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you yeah. know, even for us, when we always have something to look forward to on Tuesdays. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just can't always be there. So. But yeah, I, w- I wanted to wait until I had an opportunity to do this topic where we weren't all going to be fucking miserable through the whole thing. Yeah, so. right. Yeah, it's, uh, you picked a day that. Uh, yeah, exactly. I wasn't uh, ready to f- fall apart over it. So yeah, right, I am right. No problem. <sighs> what yeah. I'm here for. So uh, we'll be back um, in just a little bit with smoking and drinking. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> smoking and drinking and crying. And crying. Sweet. And crying. Her <laughs> new feature, Tears in My Beer. Yeah. Here, here's why I'm weeping. Have a beer, here's jack off, drinking. cry, and go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. The, th- the, have, the new three dudes promise. Have a beer, cry, jack off. Cry, cry. <laughs> and go to. I think I figure it's worse if you do it after you jack. Yeah, off. I think so too. <laughs> I think it's yeah. Wow, that's really sad. Yeah. All right. I'll be right back. Some people, when they go for breakfast, Ugh. choose the classic two, two, and two combo. Me, I choose Dewar's. <coughs> yeah. Dewar's White Label, ladies and gentlemen. Dewar's. Do you, you don't care? Get, do you Dewar's. Get, Dewar's, you don't care. It's all right. You, do you want to get drunk? <laughs> Dewar's, don't you want to get drunk? <laughs> Dewar's, for the drunk on a budget. You know what? I would buy this again. It's not awful. It's and not I, I fucking it's, hate blended scotch. It's not yeah. the worst but, scotch I've ever had. It's just not scotch. Well, it's close. It's blended scotch. It has grain. It has American grain whiskey in it. Yeah, you know what? Educate the people, because I'm smart and I already know, but what's oh, a sure. blended scotch? So a blended scotch, okay, so a traditional single malt scotch implies that there's it's made from one batch, one malt. Yeah. <laughs> so this scotch is made from this this set of ingredients, uh, and it's made with a single malt. Mm-hmm. Double malt scotch implies that there's two different malt whiskeys, or more than two different malt whiskeys mixed together. Okay. So that's made with two different two different recipes of malt, and then you throw the whiskey in a big bottle together and mix okay. them together. So, but they're still at their pure form, made from malt, okay, which yeah. is like which is what scotch is. It's malt whiskey. Right. Um, All right. Blended scotch is uh, malt whiskey mixed with grain whiskey. Oh. So you're getting like you, grain whiskey is like. Grain alcohol is like American, you know, bourbon, bourbon, Jack yeah. Daniels, things like that. So but it, it's just like simple grain alcohol mixed with real malt whiskey. OK, so it's real scotch mixed with something that's not scotch. <laughs> so it's, in other words, it's taking away from the scotch character. Correct. When they're saying blended yeah. whiskey, they're basically saying, here's some watered down scotch for you. Now, here's what I wonder. Why would you do that? Taking fresh squeezed orange juice and mixing it with Sunny D. Yes, exactly. Right. Why, why would you do that? What's the reason? Well, number one, it makes a little bit cheaper. Uh, it's very whiskey. cheap. <laughs> I'm assuming um, that the stuff they're mixing with is not great. Sure. 
and the original malt is not no, no, great. Even then, like when you take like something like Johnny Walker Blue, that's a recipe uh, blended scotch. Yeah. They mix half malt and then half grain alcohol. That's a $200 bottle of scotch. I would never fucking pay $200 a bottle for something that's blended. Yeah. But, you know, whatever <laughs> right. you're into. Um, <laughs> but, like, it, it's it, if you're a scotch purist, which I would consider myself, uh-huh. the entire point is to get the different rich flavors and rich tasting notes that you get from malt. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, like malted barley or malted hop. You know what I mean? Like you, you want malt. Okay. Right? You want the caramely, you want the warmth, because there's so many different things that you can get out of that. Grain alcohol. Fruit notes. Right. Fruit notes, uh, uh, like peat, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many different things that you get out of malt, and grain whiskey is pretty limited in what oh, you really? get. Kind of straightforward. It's kind of straightforward. Think about the way we make bourbon. It's just grain whiskey with some sugar, and then they blacken the barrel. Yeah. The end. Like, there's no, there's no, <laughs> grain whiskey is made with grain, and you can't really make grain taste much different than grain. Okay. There's yeah. different flavors, there's different richnesses of malt that you can make, and it's just a little bit more exciting of a taste. Okay. I don't know. So, say, would you rather have, okay, so I have that Macallan, uh, or, uh, uh, Lagovlin, Lagovlin. Lago, I have the Lagovlin uh, yeah. 16 year that you guys got me for my bachelor party. Yeah. Would you rather have that or would you rather have Jack Daniels uh, Devil's Cut or Jim Beam's Devil's Cut premiere? I don't even. I don't even know what the Devil's Cut the, premiere is. It's I, like I would it's, rather have the former. Right. It's Jim. It's yeah. Jim Beam's high end bourbon, gotcha. which costs ten dollars more than the regular Jim Beam bourbon. Oh, okay. So, do you, like, not that that matters, but like, you know. Yeah. Would you rather have Jival bourbon or would you rather have yeah, right. something that's been aged and, and done from an old recipe with care for 16 years? Yeah, God, right. that is something to really think about. I, I don't know. All that something time. about it. Maybe I'm crazy, but I, I'm no, just I not. Think a, it, no, I think it makes sense. I think, no. it, I think it cheapens the flavor of good scotch. Yeah, I can see it. So I get the yeah. malt out of this. Yeah. But like, it's just lesser. Yeah, you sure. Know what I mean, you yeah. can taste it, but there's just something not right. I don't know. Yeah, well, because they're yeah, because it's literally being cut with something else. Right, and the fact yeah. that you shuddered after we just drank some of it. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Oh. that's what I'm talking about. No, like compare that to like okay, so so when Aubrey and I were in Chicago, you know, we had that we had that big fancy dinner mm-hmm. uh, the night after I proposed to her. I had at that dinner a glass of Macallan 15, yes, which is twenty five dollars a glass. Uh huh. Uh, the most expensive thing they have was the Macallan 25, which is $200 a glass. Uh-huh. Um, but the Macallan 15 was the maybe the best liquor I've ever tasted it's delicious, in my life. Right? It's great. You can it's, all. It was incredible. You can always tell the difference between a well-aged scotch and something that you just buy, you know, out of the well. Yeah. And that was, again, that was just the 15. Right. Like, like the McAllen 12, you can get at Barry Dingles, mm-hmm. and that's like $8 a glass or something. Right. And that, it, 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 the difference between the 12 and the 15 was like night and day. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Like, s- scotch in itself is is just such a, such a joy. Mm-hmm. And it, like and blended scotch, you're right. It's like something you you're drink when, when you want to get drunk. Right. Uh, that label says that that is made with up to forty different Scottish 
grain uh, whiskeys and uh, malt whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Up to 40. So you're just throwing a bunch. Basically, what they're saying is we took a bunch of shit and threw it in I here. I think it's all the shit that didn't this is work a, out. This is a liquor casserole, right. essentially. I mean, that's what you get in there is like what you get with hot dogs. Sure. Again, it's not awful. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not awful. It's just. No, it's I, not. I, I right. love a hot dog, but. It's not as good okay. as the there's, things that there's it's not, the there's not a from. character to right. it. The yeah. thing is, like, even if you follow the, uh, the same recipe, yeah, like uh, a bottle of 10 year old uh, uh, Lafroig is gonna taste different. The frog, the frog today yeah. than it did uh, 20 years ago, yeah, because yeah. it's made with it's the characteristics of the malt at the time that you make the recipe, sure. If you're throwing grain in there. Grain is grain. There's no, there's not really like from an alcohol standpoint. There's not a whole lot you can do to hmm. change the flavor of it. So mm. if I, <laughs> that's why Fireball exists, right? So <laughs> if I understand correctly, malting is something you would do with what barley, right? Yeah, and you malt mm-hmm. barley and you like it, it begins to essentially germinate, right? And the pro- and you- the process of how you do that. Changes the flavor drastically. Right. The, the the where you age it, where you age it, what kind of soil that the barley's growing in. You know, what this I mean? is familiar to me because of brewing, right? Because there's all different kinds of malts that you use in brewing. Sure, you know, yeah. So like, you know, I have like a uh, roasted malt, like a roasted barley that's like chocolatey and it's it's like been scorched. I have mm-hmm. black malt that's like almost ash. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and then you have like caramel malt, which is like, you know, right. like uh, roasted enough to bring out some sweet tones. So I right. do understand that. That makes sense to me. Grain just doesn't have the same kind of properties to it. You can't really, as I understand it, you can't yeah. really do that much to make grain <laughs> taste yeah. different than grain. The reason that bourbons end up tasting different is because they use different sugar contents for them. Okay. And they use different wood barrels and they use different levels of blackening on the inside of the wood barrels. And that is sure. why bourbon is awesome. Yeah. And, but, <laughs> right. Uh, but the thing, like, you have to add to that. They have to put some kind of additives into it to make it, you know what yeah, I mean? To achieve a distinct yeah. characteristic. Correct. Right. Traditional scotch is really just, you know, malted barley. Yeah. Um, they'll usually like, okay, so I, the reason I like Lafroig is I like campfire scotch. I like a really spicy, yeah. heavy, strong scotch yeah. to pair with my nice mild Lafroig's cigar. really good. It is really good. So one of the things that's, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to get off on a scotch tangent here. <laughs> There's so funny. I just realized we have just been talking about <laughs> that's okay. scotch for um, like 15 I love scotch. minutes. So like straight there's there's smoking and drinking depending on who you ask there's like there's five main segments of scotland and different levels of yeah regions right right five five six the kilt lifting part right sheep fucking part the fist fighting part (laughs) the rock throwing part and the bagpipe playing part exactly (laughs) um it's like so spayside highland elay um Oh God, I'm I'm not South Central Compton Compton Watts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Speyside, Elay, Highland. I know I'm forgetting certain ones, yeah. uh, but that's okay. So Elay Scotch is where Lafroy is from, and one mm-hmm. of the big characteristics of uh, Elay blended Scotch is they they malt their barley and boil it over peat moss. Mm-hmm. So they burn the peat moss yeah. to b- help boil. And that a really peaty scotch is, a, is an Elay scotch more than not, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Yeah. So you get that really strong peat smoke flavor yeah. in most Elay scotches. It's very intense. It's very rich. Yeah. And then it tends to mellow, especially on the older scotches. You'll get that really intense 
burst of smoke and then it night mellows out mm-hmm. on your older elays. <clears throat> uh, Highland Scotch, which is what that is. Oban? That Oban 14 year. Yeah. Um, that's a little bit more fruity, uh, orange rind, you know what I mean? Uh, much sweeter, much more citrusy, flowery kind of, you know, uh, notes. I can't some remember of the best if I've ever actually ever tasted had. I can't remember if, I, if I've ever actually tasted Oban. You have. You have, because we, we had it here on the show. We had it here on the show, and then also my, my stepdad brought some back uh, from him and my mom's trip to I the I remember UK. you had that, that little bottle of it. Yeah, you definitely had it then. Yeah. You definitely had some of that bottle. I'm going to buy more of that. I can't recall that. what it tastes The thing like. is, I'm pointing at this empty bottle of 14-year-old Oban scotch. <laughs> it's, it's, Nobody has. The, I bought that, the, the only bottle that was at the liquor store, and yeah, they haven't gotten uh, it back. So. The, f- the flavor is really intense, but it goes down really very smooth. smooth. Very okay. smooth. Very smooth. Very light. Very drinkable. Yeah. Um, sorry if we're boring everybody here talking about whiskey. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's a I would buy that again. It, it's like it was a hundred and twenty dollar oh, bottle yeah. scotch. I've still never drank yeah. Maker's Mark in my life. It's my dad's favorite whiskey. Oh, really? Oh, there that's, is a there a, is some upstairs. I think that's a great go to. Do you mind if I have a, a shot? Yeah. I've never had it in my life. Good I keep, I keep remarking on it every time I see that bottle. Yeah. I, like I've never I'm, had. I Maker's think there's Mark. just a splish upstairs. It's in good the liquor for you. Oh, anyway, guys. Anyway, uh, uh, well, <laughs> uh, it's time to actually get away from the uh, shit that uh, you guys don't care about and go to recommendations, which you also don't care about. Uh, <laughs> you just knocked it. No, oh. hopefully you care about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave, would you like <clears throat> to start for recommendations? Uh, no, Ben, would you like to open us up for recommendations? No, no, why would I do that? Okay, so I have a uh, recommendation this week. Uh, it's an album. Let me make sure. I think it's Leaving Home. Let me get the name of this album right. By whomst? The album's called Leave Home by Brooklyn area post-punk noise rock band The Men. The men, the men leaving home, leave home. It's men actually called leave going home. their own way. You can go your own way. Then go your own way. That's that's a term I didn't know um, until very recently. So yeah. the band is called the men. The men album. getting triggered over women. <laughs> <laughs> um, leave home is the name of the album. Uh, I'm going to precurse this by saying that this record is not for everybody. Uh, in fact, this record is mostly for me. <laughs> um, I, the music that I, especially rock music, the rock music I think that I find the most interesting to listen to is often the stuff that is the most challenging for other people to listen to. Okay. Um, and the best way that I can describe this album is that it's uh, equal parts the Melvins. It's <laughs> and uh, like David Yao's Jesus Lizard. Okay. The fuck? Um, yeah, right. So it's 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 uh, like equal parts Melvin's Jesus Lizard with a little bit of sprinkling of just a dash of Sonic Youth and a dash of White Stripes. Hmm. Does that make sense? Nope. No, it doesn't. It's really weird. I, when I say that out loud, it's hard to explain. It's very noisy. It's very fuzzy. It uh, sounds very post-punky. Uh, really fuzzy, uh, reverby kind of guitars. Very loud, very noisy. Okay. Um, lyrically, it's kind of like Scratch Acid or Jesus Lizard, like how David Yao would sing his songs. I don't know what the fuck any of that is. I know, right? <laughs> this, this is what I'm talking about, Are, right? It, would would I be would I be uh, uh, remiss in describing this as a less adept Joy Division meets the Smiths? Mm, that's. 
so if you, <laughs> if you took if you if you sped this music up and took the fuzz out of it, then you'd be correct. Okay. Does that make sense? If you took the fuzz out of it, if you took the fuzz out of it. Okay. Um, yeah, because this is a very noisy record. Um, there's, yeah. it's just, it's hard to oh, explain. Oh, if you take the fuzz out of it, you get Joy Division. Yeah. Meets the Smiths. Right. Okay. Um, it's like, I don't know. There's so many. It, I, like, I, I feel like I'm getting, I, I feel like I, I, I am narrowing in on this, like, pre-emo, post-punk yeah. kind of era that you're Correct. talking so about. So it's like, it's, it's that I know certain, the sound that you At mean. certain parts, I'm going to say a bunch of bands that I realize that nobody else knows in this room except me. Mm-hmm. So it sounds very Rites of Springy. Uh, which is, uh, which is like sounds very mouse rat. Which is, <laughs> rights of spring Scare is like out, you know pre emo. It's hard to explain. It's very it's a noise rock album uh, in the same vein as early butthole surfers. Does that make sense? Okay, okay. Um, so like avant garde, very avant garde, very noisy, very loud, but still very melodic in a lot of places. Sure. Uh, and it's very interesting to me to listen to this record. I've listened to three of their albums today. The really? men. The men. The men. And I've listened to them from this was the first one. This is actually their second record. This is the first one I listened to today. Leaving home. And then I listened to a record they did in 2016. And then I'm uh, actually finishing up an album that they just did uh, this past year. Okay. That's so they've called, been active a long time. They have been active a long time. That record's called Drift. Okay. Uh, and it is amazing to me to listen to this band. And see how much the music has changed up to the last record. The last record is something that I, Drift, is something that I think you both would like actually, it's very accessible. It's something that I think you both would like because it sounds very different than the first two albums that I listened to. Accessible is what I'm after. (laughs) Um, Still maintaining a level of that like kind of avant-garde stuff. Um, but it's it's very listenable. It's much less fuzzy. It's much much less noise oriented, which is the stuff that I like. I like the really heavy, challenging kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, recommend to you tentatively that you listen to Leave Home. And if it's too tough for you to get through and it's too much, then that, fuck you. Then I would say, <laughs> then go fuck yourself. Uh, no, then I would say go jump to their latest album, which is called Drift. Drift. Um, uh, but try, if you can, to start with Leave Home. My, what I suspect is that I'm going to shout out Dan here, who's probably listening to this podcast. Mm. You guys would like drift a little bit better. Dan would like would be with me, and I think he would like leave home a little bit. Better. Okay, is that if that makes sense? Yeah, it's it like does. a double it recommendation because I listened to a bunch of these guys' music today, mm-hmm. um, and it's really good. I like it a lot. Nice. So. Dan is way more out there with his musical taste than yeah. I am, which is not a which is not a drag. That's definitely he's more adventurous. His taste mm. and my taste are a little closer in a lot of yeah. uh, like in a lot of the like post-rocky stuff that we listen to so Mm -hmm. yeah uh but try leave home first if it's too much for you try uh drift here i here Mm -hmm. i am still thinking that uh uh well thinking knowing that uh keep on loving you is the best song i've ever heard in my life keep on loving (laughs) you because it's the only thing i want to do now (laughs) i don't want to sleep I just wanna keep on loving you. Hey, I'm gonna keep on loving you. Anyway, anyway, uh, Dave, mm-hmm. uh, 
What's your recommendation? Uh, you know, I don't have anything very good. I will say this. Ben, what's your recommendation? <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Uh, I, re- I watched a documentary recently that I'm not sure if it's new. I think it's older. But yeah, okay. I th- it's featured right now on HBO. And I thought it was good. It's called They Shall Not Grow Old. Do you know? Have you ever heard of this? That sounds very familiar. No. So Peter Jackson... Of Lord of the Rings fame. I was going to say, um, <laughs> I, know, I know that name. Did a documentary about the soldiers of World War One? Oh, yeah. And they took a lot of oh. historical footage and they colorized it. So it's one of those ones where you're looking at, you know, battlefield footage of British World War One soldiers in color. Oh. And they then and they even, you know, they do, they added some voice actors. And so. You know, like where they could kind of like lip read what a guy is saying. They'd have someone say it, you know, um, so they add you know, sound to things that didn't previously have. Oh, my sound. God. And um, <clears throat> it's very, very interesting. One of the things I didn't realize, I just didn't realize how poopy World War One was. There's oh, a yeah. lot of shit. There's an shit. awful lot of like literal shit. Yeah, like poop. Everywhere. Well, I mean, they were stuck. <laughs> they were stuck in li- actual holes in the ground for yeah. weeks on end. Uh, it's a thing I didn't appreciate until they were they were in, in. There's a scene they show where there's just like four guys sitting on a a wooden beam yeah. over a hole, and that's the communal toilet they're all on. Yeah, it, it wasn't great. Apparently, uh, one guy's story was that. Everyone heard a crack at one point, and the beam split, and the four dudes fell into the fucking poop. Oh, no. And had to be pulled out of there. But the way they told it, it sounded hilarious. Like, everyone was ha- everyone was laughing, including the guys that fell in the poop. Well, I mean, what else are you going to—I mean, these guys went through— <laughs> Yeah. That's maybe, the thing is, they it's like— Maybe they, maybe worse than any other war in yeah. that century, those guys went through some serious yeah. hell. Like, at least yeah. in World War II, once you yeah. take a town, you can you scavenge some fucking wine right. or something to get drunk after. Yeah, these dudes it, were just in, in little holes, holes in the, the field. World right. War One, you're yeah, you're stuck in trenches for fucking weeks. And you it. can't go anywhere. Like, I there's there's video of what trench foot looks like. It's not it's not pretty. Nope, it's nope, really nope, gross. Nope, 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 I remember nope, nope, nope. My, my ninth grade government teacher. We we it was the first time that I, we ever learned about World War One in a history class. Yeah, and he had actual. He was a Marine drill sergeant, retired Marine drill sergeant. Okay, um, and uh, like had actual pictures of like. Like document photos of what trench foot looked like, and it yeah. is not fun. How yeah. pretty. It's gangrene. Right? Yeah, it's right. uh, and it. I guess it happens because you're. You, well, I don't, I don't remember exactly. You're, you're, why. Your fucking flesh starts rotten because yeah. it's it's ankle deep in bacteria. Right. Yeah. Like for weeks on end. Right. It's 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 insane. Uh, it's a it's an interesting documentary. I would recommend watching it. It's very strange, and and there's also like. So I didn't realize that. I mean, to hear these guys say it, even though they fought, you know, the Germans, like you know, they admired the Germans, they respected the Germans. War, that was the last vestige of classical warfare right. that, yeah, I that think really right. happened. Uh, you you may have heard of, or I may have even talked about it on the show. Uh, uh, this this uh, event. The Christmas Truce, which was immortalized in the film Joyeux Noël, in which in which uh, uh, allied forces and German forces 
basically called a truce on Christmas, met up in no man's land, played soccer, had dinner, sang songs. Yeah, right. And then it's like right back to it. And then just right at it it was a very different era of warfare. It was it was it was uh, it was this uniquely, you know, chivalrous European kind of warfare where you were kind of obligated to show respect and admiration towards your enemy. Right. You know, even while you're trying to blow his fucking brains out. I guess actually yesterday would have been the anniversary of the ceasefire. Armistice Day. Yeah, uh-huh. which was 11, 11 o'clock on the 11th of November. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and apparently they literally got this message and like looked at their the timepieces and go, oh, I guess the war's over now or whatever. Yeah, that was, um, you know, that that was back when. And, you know, this is a big point that, that people made when we first started uh, uh, taking the offensive against Al Qaeda is that, you know, wars used to be fought with flags. Yeah. Right? And it, it's not like that anymore. No, yeah, right. You, you can't there. That type of warfare doesn't really exist anymore. And, and really. It's kind of a, it's kind of incredible that it did in the first place. Yeah, yeah right. it is. That that war had rules. You make such a it did. yeah, such a civilized effort out of something as as grisly and brutal as warfare. Right. Yeah. I think World War II definitely changed all that. Yeah, I think so too. For the worse. Yeah. Right. Um, or or maybe just for you know the more natural. Like yeah, it, more natural. I think is is maybe more accurate because it's it's. You know, it's, it's just, it's just odd, how we are. It's odd to carry out the business of murdering another country. Yeah. So and, and sort of like cordially. Right. It's <laughs> that's that's a uniquely white people thing. I think that's a, that's a European thing. Maybe, you know? maybe I don't know. Ma- making making warfare so formal. And, a gentleman. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't you know. know, like it, it's it's strange. Yeah, it was a strange uh, 500 year period or so. Anyway, watch that. It's good. It's on HBO. I, I think it's really cool. I, HBO yeah. doesn't really fuck up. So they really don't. <laughs> they really Never. don't. Yeah. HBO is kind of all you need. All uh, you need is HBO. I'm paying for fucking two streaming services right now. I don't know if yeah, I need HBO. Tell me yeah. about it. <laughs> I'm so, not getting Disney Plus. I refuse to do it. Oh, Chris, really? Uh, Chrissy too, might do too it. Too late. That's one of the two we have. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the other being Netflix, obviously. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I guess unless, unless... Oh, no, we're someone, skipping you. Someone's yeah, going to psych me you. out of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no, so uh, my recommendation is, is another game I picked up on the uh, Steam Halloween sale that I've been playing lately, mm-hmm. and it's called... Uh, Shadow Tactics, Blades of the Shogun. Oh, my God. Okay. What a, what a weeb-ass name. <laughs> oh, it's a weeb-ass game. Shadow Tactics. Hold on. Shadow Tactics. Blades of the Shogun. Okay. If you just look up Shadow Tactics yeah, on Steam, right. it'll come up. There's no other game called that on Steam as far as I know. I, um, it is exactly what it sounds like. It is a stealth-based, real-time strategy game okay. uh, where you control... Up to five characters. It's a story based game. So so you're controlling like two to three characters at any given time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's a stealth based game. So like, you know, there it's it's, uh, you know, top down kind of isometric strategy based. So, you know, you've got like cones of vision for your enemies. If you if you right click on them. 
Um, and each character you control has unique abilities. Like there's one guy that's a straight up ninja. You know, he's got a throwing star that, you know, you got to go retrieve if you kill someone with it. Yeah. You got one guy who's like a, a big beefy samurai. You can charge in and kill everyone within range at, at the end of his charge. Uh, you got uh, the girl that's really good at setting traps. You got uh, a girl that can that can disguise herself and, and throw sleeping powder. And then you got this crazy old guy who's a really good sniper. Um, <laughs> OK, <clears throat> crazy elderly sniper. Yeah, this is uh, this is Edo, Japan, uh, where where muskets are, are fairly common. OK. Um, and it's it's this it's this just this really neat. uh, uh you know, top down tactical stealth thing where, you you know, you're controlling multiple guys and uh, there's this mode where you can kind of pause time and queue up actions from multiple oh, okay. guys. So you can you can carry out things at the same time. That's you sweet. Know, like, you know, maybe there's two guards looking at each other. So you you get your guys in bushes, you queue up the actions and then they both, you know, come out and cut their throats at the same time and stash right. the bodies. Okay. Um, it's it's uh, it's shockingly difficult i gotta say okay uh, it, it features a really you know quick save and load system uh so you can you know experiment with all sorts of different things it's it's open territory as far as you know where you guys can go it's not linear at all Let's take a look at this um yeah right i'm uh, curious about it too oh yeah uh it it would it, it would do a lot more justice to watch it on TV, in fact, because, uh, uh, you know, it's a top down strategy game. There's a lot of detail that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Know, it looks really nice. Yeah. Um, oh, it's it's it, like visually. It's really cool. OK. Is um, it a newer game? Oh, it's on PS4, too. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, PS4, 10 out of 10. Perfect. 10 out of 10 on on Steam. Ninety six percent. Yeah, I think game. I, I think PC Gaming Monthly gave it a 94 out of 100. Wow. Like it's it's a really, really fucking fun game. Wow. Um, there's all sorts of bonus objectives and medals you can earn. Uh, but yeah, I, I picked this up for God. I want to say like. 12 to 15 bucks on the That's sale. what it looks like. It's not expensive. Yeah. Um, this was on the Halloween sale and with the Steam Christmas sale coming up, as it's obviously <laughs> yeah, going right. to be, because uh, Steam sales. Peggy 16. <laughs> Peggy 16. <laughs> Steam sales happen about as often as, as fucking uh, school shootings. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you'll, you're sure to be able to pick this up uh, <laughs> before 2020 rolls around. <laughs> Wow, that's really depressing. Yeah. <laughs> this is an episode about crying, so I mean. Just right. as certainly as you can bet that another school will get shot up this next <laughs> month. Right. Gaben will bless us with yes. more video game sales. Um, that might be the latest thing I've learned in any episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so you can see, like, you, you can select an enemy and, and, you know, you can see their view cone. Okay. Uh, whether you're crouching, hiding, uh, a couple of characters have, you know, they can grapple up to rooftops and run along the rooftops. Um, it's it's this is a weeb game for sure. But I <laughs> oh, yeah. I love this game. Looks I lo sweet. love the art design. Yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. Design wise, it's really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, Shadow Tactics. OK. Blades of the Shogun. Blades of the Shogun. It's I a, would play this game. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll have to bring it up on the, yeah. on the big screen upstairs. Yeah, we'll see yeah. some gameplay. Um, but yeah, that's my recommendation. Ooh, um, and uh, I guess, I guess, 
I don't want to rush anyone, but I really got to piss. But yeah, we're just you, we're just up to what we learn. Yeah. So we're about to close the episode if you, out. If you want to go piss, no, we no, can, no, no, no. Yeah, we right. can stall for time. I'm good. All I'm right. Good. Good. Right. good. Fuck uh, it. So I learned that uh, we don't need to spend more money on uh, more games, except of course for Shadow Tactics Blade. Blade show, yeah, show, which is only yeah. like fifteen bucks. So and, like, why would the sexy brutale? Yeah. Uh, right. I Which learned the. Uh, oh, sorry. I really want the sexy brutale. <laughs> yeah, did you look at? I did. Uh, I, I did. I yeah, really wanted it. It's looks cool. Really cool. <laughs> I learned uh, that uh, I just wrote Yosemite Cosby. <laughs> that's not really. That's really not. Yo- I didn't learn anything. Why you? <laughs> I didn't really learn anything. You, I'm gonna give I, you the rudeness, tootinest pills you've ever had. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't write down too much. I just wrote uh, Kathy Griffin wants another McRib. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wrote. Uh, I wrote. Would you take a dry McRib over Kathy, Kathy Griffin? Yeah, oh my god. Yes. Uh, I almost said Kathy Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I learned you don't have to cry looking at your fat, useless body. Focus on your genitals instead. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Unless, yeah. unless, of course, you can't see your genitals. Right. right. Oof. Oof. Big move. <laughs> Big oof. <laughs> uh, I wrote uh, toothbrushes have feelings. Uh, I wrote uh, like if you never stop crying. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. Like if you cry every time. Uh, I wrote uh, drink a beer, jack off, cry, go to bed. <laughs> the new Three Dudes Promise. Yes. The new Three Dudes Promise. That's um, it. That's all I yeah, got. Yeah, the last yeah, thing, the I, last thing I wrote was that Steve sales happen as often as school shootings, which is actually the latest <laughs> latest thing I've ever learned in any episode. That's really uh, huh. that's very depressing. Go take a piss, dude. Yeah, have <laughs> yeah, a piss. Have right. a piss. We'll uh, we'll see you guys next week or, or whenever uh, yeah. when Ben or uh, if we have a guest on, we'll host. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe whatever. Fuck it. But uh, you know, it's nice to do one uh, one of these back to back a couple of weeks. Yeah, right. Me of the old uh, the old. Reminds me. Remember back in my day, we used to. <laughs> uh, just stay tuned for the Schmorpin and Dorpin Mega episode, oh, part boy. two. Yeah, you know, actually, I would do that. I would definitely do that again. Yeah, the Mega we episode. To, the trick is, we gotta if we're gonna do that, we need to have. Uh, we should do it with like whiskey. Yeah, and we, then we should like also yeah, have we should spend topics. hundreds of dollars on whiskey. <laughs> I will absolutely do that. We should we should blind taste whiskey and then we should uh, do jokes underneath it. Like we should have a topic underneath yeah. it while we do it. That's the way to do. That would be good. Smurp and Adorp and Megasode. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, so then well, maybe uh, we'll table that. Yeah. Stick around or uh, don't stick around. Go away. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, <laughs> Fuck off. Don't listen. <laughs> stop listening. Don't stick around because we won't. <laughs> Shut the uh, fucking podcast off. Uh, we will uh, be back in a week or two or something. And uh, thank you for listening. And we'll see you then. And uh, bye. And, uh, yeah. Have a good one. Yeah. Or don't. Bye. 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 bye.